is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Gard. And Mark. Gardner Goldsmith rejoining us after an extended absence. You've been a busy man. uh, Busy, of course, with your own show, The Liberty Conspiracy. We'll tell you more about that here in a little bit. Uh, But always good to have you make the trip out to the studio here to be with us. Thank thank you you for welcoming me, both you guys. Thank you. So uh, there's something that uh, I think is burning on your mind here tonight and has to do with some of this news over the, I think it came out over the weekend, uh, yeah, the 29th. With the four cops being shot to death, apparently, in Washington. Uh, And apparently there's been a a standoff involving the suspect in the case. They believe that he is wounded and possibly dead. Uh, I haven't actually, that was from yesterday, so I don't know. Do you know if he died? Well, they thought he was holed up in his house, but now he's out on his own. And uh, they don't know where he is. Uh, So so they surrounded the house. It was the wrong house. He's he's on the loose and armed and dangerous. I hope they didn't shoot somebody else. (laughs) I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so this whole, uh, is it yeah, just outside of Seattle, was it Lakewood, you said? Yes, Lakewood. And, um, and it, it, you know, who knows what's going to happen now, but we know that, uh, he's accused of uh, raping a child. He's accused of a number of other things. And, uh, the thing that gets me about it is, um, this, this whole story of this supposed Christian guy, um, Mike Huckabee, who I detest and loathe as an absolute massive hypocrite status jerk. The former governor of uh, Arkansas. Alabama, uh, Arkansas. Yes, okay. yes. Uh, he commuted this guy's sentence. The guy was supposed to be put in prison. For those for those who want to operate on the state level, um, we have some questions for you because I'm like really, really agitated against the state today. And um, uh, I just have some questions for those of you who want to have so-called law and order and um, worship at the foot of the state, and now there are four people well, who... Well, Guard, if, if if we didn't have the state, people like this guy would be running around everywhere. Precisely. You had the we state... We need the state. That It's the state that is protecting us from total uh, chaos. Yeah, So, and, and what gets me is, on the one hand, people who support the state but don't want the death penalty... Uh, or at least want to uh, have something, some check against the death penalty, want to be able to have governors commute sentences in case there is some sort of factor that comes in, some evidence that comes around. I think we all would feel very comfortable if uh, DNA evidence came around in this system under which we operate now and a governor were to say, whoa, whoa, hold on a second, let's check this over again. Well, in this case, Governor Mike Huckabee got a letter from this guy back in 2007. You know, Mike Huckabee, the one, the one who wanted a national smoking ban mm-hmm. and who said to the Republicans, well, you've got to cater to minorities more or you're going to lose votes. Well, this man happens to be a black man and happened to write a letter to Mike Huckabee extolling the virtues of Christianity to this Minister Mike Huckabee. I see. Who is governor. And so Huckabee commuted the rest of his 95 year sentence. So, so basically, what, what was he in for? Do, do you know? Oh, man. He had a slew of crimes from the time he was 17 years old. After, I don't even know what those Aggravated are. Aggravated right robbery back in 1989 Assault. when he was convicted, yep. paroled in 2000 after Huckabee commuted the 95 year prison sentence. It was just for robbery for nine, no, 95 he years? Had, he had like five crimes prior to that. I don't think they're in that article, if that's the, hmm. uh, the AP article. I don't know. But, uh, anyway, so you know, ninety-five now, years sounds really long yeah, for somebody who didn't bad. kill anybody. So he got out, went to Washington State, and is, is uh, alleged to have raped a, a, a child, and um, has some uh, some other like traffic violation on his on his hands or whatever. But uh, what gets me is 
At the same time, we're hearing one group of people who worship the state say that, well, well, you know, uh, we've got to stop governors from being able to commute sentences. We still have the other group of people who worship the state saying, well, you know, we want to make sure that governors can commute sentences for people who are on death row and uh, life in prison and things like that if new evidence comes up. It's like, look, sorry, guys, it's just, just not manageable. You're going to hit more of this stuff. When you get a state system, when you have a government system that does not well, guard, respond to people, you got to make it's, room. I mean, you you got to make room for those potheads. We've got to make sure to clean the, uh, yes. the prisons out of all the child rapists and uh, make sure the potheads. You got to get them in there. Unbelievable. This is the priority for the state, apparently. But but we still, I think I think that you would want somebody to be able to to look into the prison system and say, let's let these people out. I mean, that seems like a pretty valuable. I, I thing. I feel that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if we're going to operate in our state system, uh, for goodness' sake, you got to have something. And this all comes from the british common law tradition of the sovereign being the king descended from god supposedly and you know he he was he had the divine power to be able to commute sentences it comes from the unless british one of his relatives uh, killed him and took over <laughs> yes exactly um, well they actually call the uh, the governor of this state where we do this show new hampshire his excellency oh man have you ever seen that on any of the letterhead they have it's oh. no his excellency i just John I'm, Lynch. I'm just so repulsed at anything that has to do with the state right now i i oh, could good. just uh, bash my head against it is it repulsive i don't blame you for yeah. it. you know um i like the idea of you know a guy in, in a penitentiary for a guy to feel a certain level of penance and then to be able to be introdu- reintroduced to society it seems to me very unlikely that you're uh, you know that you're going to get a guy that's in his what 40s? I think he's late 30s, 37, 38. I mean, like that's that. just not yeah. generally the you know you're you're generally not dealing with a criminal at that point. Most people commit crimes between the ages of 16 and and 25, and and mm. um so you know at at that point you know after you after that 25 market it begins to drop off markedly, and then 35 and you know you're really talking about a drop off, and yeah. I you know I can't tell you know what was going on with this guy, but I just and, and I don't know what kind of crimes he had committed, but it just seems like a guy should be able to have a second chance after some period of time um you know i i, I don't know it, it it it's a tough scenario that's exactly the but problem. if you think that you can make one blanket rule that's going to work for everyone like that that's where people get into a mistake well that's one of the biggest problems i think with the, the government that we have this coercive monopoly because they make these one size fits all rules and in many cases like just we were talking about drugs a moment ago in a lot of cases, especially drugs, they have mandatory minimum sentencing where judges' hands are tied. They, Even if they feel as though this individual should not be going into this jail institution, they can't do anything about their feelings because, well, the law is the law and I have to follow the mandatory minimum sentences. I'm sorry, son. 20 years, you know, yeah. or whatever, uh, whatever it is. You know, this this story hits you smack in the face. It's all over the news. This guy Huckabee, thank God. I this this guy Huckabee I, I detest this jerk um, and now this is another instance where if we're operating under this sort of system uh, obviously Huckabee's actions have allowed this to happen uh, we're not going to say that they brought this about but because this guy acted on his own but right. he wouldn't have been able to do this if Huckabee had not community a sentence so I've got that in my mind and at the same time Mark you know that's exactly it. 
I sit there and I say, okay, what what constructive thoughts can I get out of a story like this when I consider the two sides of this? You've got people who want you know strong law and order and you know boom do this and let's crack down on these dirt balls and so on and so forth and let's uh, let's have the juries decide and the prosecutors know best and these politicians who are up there in the governor's office they don't know they don't look into these things they have other reasons to do it. I think Huckabee had a real political reason for this because he's got some weird chip on his shoulder about how Republicans have got to cater mind to minorities he says it over and over again it's so stupid but at and the same time guard what, what if this guy um it's like you said you think he's done other things uh, in yeah. the story it yep. says he was convicted for aggravated robbery and that aggravated means it was pretty violent right aggravated, aggravated means, means that he, there was a weapon involved it doesn't mean that anyone necessarily got was hurt beaten with that weapon okay mm-hmm. so uh, um you know aggra- aggravated robbery should yeah it should be a weapon and usually not uh, an, a firearm so, you know, rob somebody with a knife or something. So if that's all he did, the guy did spend 10, 11 years of his life behind bars for that. Right. If, if we're going to make blanket statements, um, I'm going to make the blanket statement that I don't think that, you know, at 25 years, I think a guy has paid, pretty much paid the price for things that he's done. I understand that a person... 25 may, years in prison, you mean? 25 years in prison. Okay. Uh, that the person won't be alive. You know, the victim isn't necessarily alive if it was a murder or something like that, but you're talking about a completely different individual generally um you know the there was the old system where the parole board would look at a person's case at 25 years and then decide you know on a life sentence and then decide whether or not to let them let them go and i see value in that i don't think that parole boards necessarily are the uh, the, the best arbiters of how a person's been but they're certainly a better arbiter than most people Mark, let me let me pull myself out of my agitated state for a second. Post you this question. I know we're going in a break, but uh, do you think generally the system, the justice system as it goes now, you know, with the we see these exceptions out there a lot. Would you say generally it manages itself well, or it, there's a lot of room for improvement? I'll we'll, leave that. We'll come back in a moment. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one with your thoughts as well. Uh, Sickle CAI toll free line one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Give me liberty or give me death. Patrick Henry uttered those words in 1775. He died just 24 years later. You can avoid his fate by subscribing to Liberty, the National Journal of Libertarian Opinion, News, Investigation, and Intellectual Exploration. Liberty isn't just current events. In every issue, you can expect to see reflections, reviews, and reporting that challenge the individual mind. Get Liberty now with a free trial issue at libertyunbound.com and avoid an untimely meeting with the Grim Reaper. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Guard. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com, and the features include the archive. So if you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download. They're yours on the front page of the site, totally free. FreeTalkLive.com. FreeTalkLive is brought to you by the Free State Project. Your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime is right here in New Hampshire with hundreds and soon thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people that, uh, that have made the move here in order to, uh, to get more active for freedom, all in the same place to multiply their efforts and to actually get uh, to freedom. It, it is possible, I think, and that's why I made the move here three years ago. So come on up, join us at uh, freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. 
dot org as we continue here we're going to come back to the uh, the prison thing i spaced out don uh is on the line with us in missouri and i spaced on his call so don you're on free talk live hello there hey how's it going everybody hey thanks for your patience what's on your mind tonight uh, i wanted to talk about the uh side hug um <laughs> the christian right side hug that you play, yeah christian side <laughs> hug that you played on thursday that's um there was a few points i have attended uh something Hold hold that thought for one moment here. Let me make sure I can bring Gard and everybody else that does not know what we're talking about up to speed. Okay. Uh, Gard, have you seen the Christian side hug music video? Yeah, I have seen it, and I've seen people acting it out now. Uh, some <laughs> of the folks like Jason Osborne and those guys are showing me so that uh, you know we wouldn't be you know getting each other excited with a right. real hug. You don't want to get your uh, you, you don't want to be sinful in your your heart swinging. And apparently, giving somebody a front hug, according to some Christians is sinful. I wonder if Mike Huckabee feels that way. I, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. It's a good question. Uh, but we know that some or, some Christians and organized Christianity feel very, very strongly about touching. Uh, in fact, we know that some don't even think the side hug is appropriate, that they would rather see people high-fiving. Uh, so basically we were playing this rap song that is essentially designed to spread the message of the side hug to the youth, uh, the youth of America. That We played that last week. Anyway, go ahead with your thoughts. Well, first of all, the song was whack. Uh, it was. I, I kind of understand what you're saying is that you couldn't understand what was happening in the song, but I kind of wanted to clarify some of those things up, such as the part you were saying that I don't you didn't understand what was going on and what was the reference to Angelo Angel Jolie for. Um, the reference was only made in rap. First of all, in in hip hop and music in general, there has to be uh, there's metaphors and subliminals that you you say so that was only a statement that was made in in reference to well he's global so she's buying babies from around the other countries and so that's where that term came in at um so as far specific, what's that mean she's global uh, that, that means he's that, global no he said he says i'm global you may not know me but i'll be buying babies like angelo jolie that's okay. only a metaphor so it doesn't really mean anything <laughs> but he's putting words together which is called wordplay, and he's made a metaphor, which was global and Angelo Jolie is buying babies from around the world. Gotcha. So she has yeah. a collection of babies. So that's understanding music. That's what that is. And you don't think it was just an excuse to uh, to make a pop culture reference? Correct. That's yeah. That's what that was. It was uh, okay. Okay. So I have attended uh, some of these events before. Would, before you tell me more, wouldn't you say it was a particularly bad use of that, you know, metaphor? What the, the uh, attempt? Well, it was inappropriate. I didn't understand the reason why it was in there. I mean, especially with the song, it didn't fit in the song. Yeah, exactly. Back to the whole siren and the gunshots. Again, this is something that happens Who? in hip hop or oh. music, rap music, and it happens at concert. It's done to get your attention to the stage. It's um, it could be it's a uh, interlude to lead you into something. Mm-hmm. So I understood that, but that, you know, like for, for a Christian video, I found that part to be um, to, to, to be offensive. They I were mean, all shot and killed at the end, right? Of I, the you know, the, the the idea that they're saying that hugging somebody from the front is offensive, but they're willing to use gunshots and sirens. Um, to me, just says, boy, these people have their priorities all mixed up. Well, I agree. Like I said, it was out of place. It's a sound effect that. I was just giving, I'm just telling yeah, you what it. the sound effects are normally used for in the music 
That so, makes sense. In in music that isn't Christian rap, it, it's like Mark said, it just doesn't seem to fit their message. But you said right, you, right. it's right. fine with me if if um, was, you know it, one it of those. Draw the attention to the to the stage. You know, it's, yeah. it's one of those things, and and so you're like they're running around. Well, people feed off of that type of energy. Yeah, like, you've probably never been to a concert like that, but it, you feed off of energy. And some people stand and sing, and some people run the stage and that type of energy bobs with the crowd and that's how you connect so all that all makes uh sense don i appreciate the explanation okay. so when you say you've been to these kinds of events you mean specifically christian uh music youth music correct now, i don't know if it's the same way because i do i do have a problem with some of the comments that you guys made that might not again i'm calling to bring clarification and understanding to the whole subject but to address the whole christian thing yes i have attended uh, rap concerts. I actually know individuals that are doing these things. So it's not a new phenomenon. Me and you are about the same age, and they've been around for 10, 15 years. As mm-hmm. far as rap being involved in Christian uh, Christian world, so it's not a new phenomenon. It's been around. And from my personal experience, it's one of the things that is done as an outlet. Rap is poetry. So these people write down what they're feeling. I'm not saying that side hugs, which is stupid to me. I've never known anybody that would say, give a side hug. No, we give hugs. Just if you're trying to be right, be right. But you, there you is know, no doesn't... Between all this trying to micromanage someone's life is not what I've experienced in uh, Christianity. I, just as so, far as sensibilities goes, I don't know how you feel about it, but anytime I see somebody you know, trying to pick up hip-hop or, you know, a little heavier rap, that sort of thing. All I can think of is, well, look, this has been around for 25 years or more since the Sugar Hill Can came out with uh, Rapper's Delight. And it's Yeah, and when I see people, you know, who aren't from the inner city, who, you know, don't live those lives, all of a sudden they're out there breaking a rap. They're, and you trying know, to sell french fries with it. Yeah, it just, it's, right, exactly. it just seems so bogus. Like that's kind of one of the things I had a problem with, like, because I'm looking at the video and I'm like, how can they compare this yeah. or think these guys are hardcore rap or anything of that nature? I mean, I would look at these kids and laugh at them if I saw them <laughs> in public. So wait, would you rap- say they would not count as rough riders as they claim to be? Exactly. They would not count as any Rough Riders. And Rough Riders is not a gang. It is a record company. Okay. So the Arbor Dictionary got that wrong, too. Hmm. Well, there are also Blue Jeans, I think, from Sears or something like that. You is know? that right? Yeah, Wranglers. Rough Riders. Yeah, Wranglers, uh, there you go. Yeah, Wranglers. Uh, I don't know. But, so, Don, do you have final uh, thoughts for us? Go ahead. Yeah, my final thought is this. is uh, We can't compare everything. And I kind of want to ask you guys, who has authority on what, how to wear a hat? Because I kind of kept making references to how their hat was. And I'm like, well, <laughs> what what difference does it make of how someone wears their hat? I mean, I'm part of the Free State Project. Yeah. And I wear my hat to the back sometimes. I wear my hat to the side sometimes. But it's not like there's a time and place for everything. And I do not uh, – I am not. I don't go to work wearing these things. But if I'm in this, out and about in public, I have my pants on my butt. But if I want to wear my hat a certain way, what am I – who is the authority upon how to wear your hat and how do you get the interpretation that someone is a thug because they have a brim with a sticker on it? I think he deserves a, an answer well, to this. I don't, I don't understand that. I think he deserves an answer to this, and I think you should bring him back. Yeah, all right. We'll bring him back. Hang on, Don. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything and take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. 
This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Libby's 100% Pure Pumpkin. Learn how to give everyday recipes a nutritional boost with the power of pumpkin at VeryBestBaking.com. When choosing fruits and vegetables, orange or yellow are your best bets. Vegetables like butternut squash, pumpkin, or yellow peppers are rich in nutrients that are linked with lower risks of certain cancers and heart disease. On the fruit side, cantaloupe, bananas, and oranges offer the same benefits, plus one more. Kids love them. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Garg. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. And the features include, by the way, the bulletin board system with over 500,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about at bbs.freetalklive.com, bbs.freetalklive.com. Com. How would you like to get a non-lethal weapon into the into the hands of your loved ones this holiday season that with a stopping power that rivals that of a handgun? 96% stopping power, according to a uh, third-party um, organization that rated it over five years in the hands of the L.A. Uh, Sheriff's Department. The Tiger Light. It's an incredibly bright flashlight with an integrated pepper spray. Its high level of utility comes from the fact that it's out in your hand, unlike other weapons and there's no expectation by the perp that you have a weapon. Tiger Light. Get one today at tiger.freetalklive.com. It's a Christmas special. Tiger.freetalklive.com. All right, we're going to continue here and go back to Don. I believe he's still with us. Uh, yes, Don is in Missouri. You're back on Free Talk Live. Started out uh, with your comments on the uh, the silly Christian side hug video that uh, we were making fun of earlier this week, or last week, rather. And then you got into a, a pretty serious question about who is the authority on how That's to... That's not serious. It's a pretty serious question. Who's, who is the authority on how to wear hats? Because uh, we had made some off, offhanded comments about certain types of uh, hats and the, the style in which they are wear, worn, and particularly, particularly the type of person uh, who, is, uh, who is wearing them. And so I think that's what you're referencing when you when you bring that up. And what I was when I was specifically talking about people who wear their hats uh, crooked to the side, I was talking about the yo boys, uh, as I understand is is, is what, what one is of, a yo boy. I, this is a new term for me. Uh, I learned it recently. I didn't know. I would have called them like gangsta guys or something like that. But yo yo boy apparently. Uh, it's it's the it's essentially a, uh, a white guy who is who's wearing a flat brimmed cap. I don't know what the name for this particular type of cap is because most dunce cap. Many caps have uh, have the cur- slightly curved brim. These are completely flat, and yeah, they they're fifty one fifties. Fifty one fifties. Yeah. Is that a brand? The, yeah, the brand of the hat. Era. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and they just. They don't appear to be the most um, intellectually stimulated uh, individuals. I I don't know many of them personally, obviously, so I can't comment on that. Uh, but I when I see those people, it just makes me feel silly. I think it's a I think it's a uh, I I think uh, Don that you it's Don right Don yeah. yeah I think that you've called us out on a legitimate thing here and uh, you know I'm gonna have to do some backtracking on this I guess um, you know the the styles that that people wear are as good as the styles that people wear. Um, it's important to wear appropriate styles in appropriate places, um, I think, you know, and, and you pointed that out rightly. But, you know, and honestly, there's times in my life that I've worn my pants down around my butt. So, you know, I, I guess I have no room to make fun of somebody who's wearing their hat cocked to the side with a sticker on it. I guess I, I just mean, get a little concerned when What it reminds person... me of, though, is that uh, I don't know if you ever saw Hee Haw. You said you're the same age as me, Don. 
No, I said I'm the same age as Ian. Okay. <laughs> well, there's, there's this Hell, old man. show. You're taking offense to that, my friend. <laughs> no, no, no offense. I'm just no, saying no. I'm the same age as Ian. I didn't, I didn't clarify that. No, okay. no, no. This, so this there's, this, there's this old show, Hee Haw, um, which was on when I was a kid, but probably off by the time Ian was on, uh, a kid. And there was this... I, I don't remember the character's Minnie, name. Minnie Pearl? Was Minnie Pearl name? was yeah. it. And she yeah. would have the price tag hanging off of her hat. And I guess that's what it reminds <laughs> me of is, uh, you know, trying is, is keeping a hat um, with a price tag and stickers on it. Um, at, you know, that to me is trying to show the newness of the hat. And it just seemed, I don't know, that particular thing seems like a silly style. But, uh, you know, what makes a, sci- a style not silly? I don't know. Yeah, and, I'm, yeah. I, I'm just worried about the negative connotation when you associate it. Like, I don't get you. It was. It seemed like it was coming off in a negative light. And you said, okay, it was a new hat with a sticker on it. Like, what is that all about? And I'm like, well, what difference does it make? I mean, that's something that I could understand the whole sagging to your knees. I, that's inappropriate I, at any point in time in life. You should never wear your, your pants down there. But, you know, I don't like to wear – I'm not. You're not going to catch me in tight jeans, uh, cowboy jeans, whatever you would like. But I think that's inappropriate when you go for an interview. And see, we always look at one side of it as if, yeah. okay, well, yeah. everything is baggy, so that's bad. But I think I've seen people come in for interviews because I've done interviews before, and they have worn dirty hats, and it's a certain style that certain individuals wear. And I don't understand how do you feel? How do people feel like that's appropriate? But yet we only call out those that wear baggy clothes, which, again, is not a, appropriate for going for a job interview. I mean, there's a standard, and it's a business standard. Basically, you come wearing a nice button-up shirt with slacks, and that's how you present yourself. That's the best way to present yourself, no matter what color you are, what you like to wear. This is the business standards, and this is the way of the world. So, Don, um, I guess I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, to some level contrite about my, you know, calling people out on their styles when I obviously have one, even though it's really sort of a lack of a style. Yours these is days. kind of a uh, redneck in the woods. And, style. Um, I, I, I just feel like I'm a guy who just happens to wear whatever is available. I guess redneck's mm-hmm. not quite accurate. Like I'm know, like a bum. I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't. I, <laughs> I go. I get up. I, nobody sees me. It's uh, firefighter relax sheep. <laughs> right. Nobody talking. sees me, so I come here. I do the do the show in front of the guy that I've been doing the show with for a you're, decade now. You're not the metro style that you used to be. Well, so. there's nobody to see me with my yeah. polished fingernails, even though they are properly I'm polished. Just, I'm just glad that whoa, those pants whoa, aren't sagging. Whoa, ne- whoa. Yep. Yeah, whoa. Well, yeah. I guess buffed yeah. is the right term. Hey, um, I just I just got a question. Is uh, and you know it seems like in every other hip hop song that's out there. You know, they'll have the guy sort of rapping about how he scored with the lady and he scores with all the ladies and, he, you know, he's he's living it big up in the up in the high life on the sure. west side and stuff. And all of a sudden, when he talks about scoring with the ladies, they, they have these background dudes. And I think it's like the same guys that they hire on every song. They go, hey, ho, and then the guy keeps <laughs> well, going on. I well, love guard, those guys. I was, I was just getting ready to give you credit, guard. Now you're kind of disappointed <laughs> because you should know these things. I mean, I, have, I, have a high, I respect you highly because... You've made me appreciate your show even more for the different oh, types man. of music that you have played. Oh, thanks. And you know your history about the Sugar Hair Gang and yeah. uh, Public Enemy and all those things. Now, you should know that you know Flavor Flav that those are called heightening. Yes. And that's what they have in all hip hop. Yeah, absolutely. Heightening. You should know that. Yes, yes. I forgot that term. That is awesome. And mm. that's exactly what Flavor Flav used to do. That is yes, just awesome. Exactly. That's, Wait a their second. Their job is basically to keep the grout. They're, it's it's called heightening, heightening. or they're called hype no, men. Hype man, a hype man. Hype man. So yeah, hype man. 
Right. Okay. His job is to basically entertain the crowd. He'll he'll get in there and sing part of the song with the artist. He, he you know he plays his role as the sidekick. You know, sort right. of like in and you guys. Y'all oh, play. Why do I have to be the each other. <laughs> so so Mark should come in every once in a while when Ian says something. He says yeah 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 mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, somebody that, that would be great. That'd be a nice <laughs> You know, to, you know, to the whole I, you know Don, I agreed with, I, I was being nice to you up to this point, Don, but, you know, to be Ian's uh, rodeo clown is just not going to be my job. Hey, hey, by the way, I should mention to you guys, uh, you know, what's pretty funny is uh, I haven't heard from Professor Griff for a long time, you know, Don, and I was watching this video that somebody put out. It's one of these conspiracy videos about the Fed and stuff. They have Professor Griff in it. And he's like, yeah, oh, he's, yeah, he's yeah, totally yeah, anti-Fed. He's... It's awesome. <laughs> What's funny is, you know, there's a lot of people within the public game that's like kind of moving away from him because of that reason. But I think they should embrace him because yeah. what he's saying is absolutely true. I think yeah. it's important and, too. I've seen what you're what you're talking about, and I think it's important to get the message of freedom into this uh, particular, com- you know, the, these communities. And we're not going to do it by calling people out on their hats. You, let me let me let me make this point because remember when the the song came out with uh, you had him on your radio show, and that was a great song. Uh, the, the 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 free the free market song. I, I can't remember his name. The rapper oh, from yeah, Memphis, yeah. Memphis. You know what I'm talking about? Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great song, and that was something that I actually put in my iPod so that I can play it for other individuals because it has a message in there. Right. And so, you know, you want to embrace, although you might not understand the culture of hip hop, you still want to embrace it because it's something that can be used as a tool to get other people that that are like-minded thinkers such as yourself. I mean, nobody would probably thought that I would be that thinker. I don't know if it's our role to embrace it, but I think it's our role not to uh, you know, push it away and uh, to belittle it. And I think that, I mean, because it, it'd be silly for us to, to, to make a big deal about hip-hop. All right, I want to bring this back. It. I, I want to bring you back, Don, if you've got All a right. moment. We're going to bring Don back. 800-259-9231. I agree generally with what you're saying, Mark, but I don't think having an opinion is necessarily belittling. We'll come back. You can bring up anything and your thoughts on this or whatever you want. Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That is the Sickle CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Guard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Features including stuff like the archives, uh, the Shrine of Female Listeners, and more. Uh, we give it to you. Now, in return for that, we ask for your assistance on the occasional voting thing. Like, what we're doing right now is promoting the podcast awards. It's going on... Well, through the end of the night tonight, I think yeah. midnight I think West Coast time. Is it I, Eastern? I think it's Eastern. Uh, well, either way, you only have a number of hours remaining in which to cast your final vote for Free Talk Live in the podcast awards. Luckily, Gardner, you weren't nominated, uh, so we don't have to compete with you, which is I good. We just crushed out. you. Sta- yeah. <laughs> we crush you. Yeah, I, crush you know, you. it's interesting because I saw your announcements about it, and I was like, ah, oh, should I have gotten it? I was like, no, nah, I don't want to. I don't. 
you guys go for it, and it's so there's there's music award. There's all kinds of categories. You can go into comedy. You can go into uh, culture and arts. Education. There's music. All kinds of ca- categories that yeah. you don't have to get in there and compete with the only podcast to have won four years running. Exactly. And this could be, uh, and hopefully will be, our fifth year. Uh, therefore, making it the fifth uh, fifth year in a row that we have won the podcast awards. Five five dollar foot long is what we're talking about it's big it's yeah. a big deal um and it, it, it's, it's all because of you it's all because you take the time to go to podcastawards.com select free talk live in the political category oh, i i thought you thought you said it was because of me well if you go and vote for free me. talk live it will be oh, because well, of you because then i'd say hey everybody just go to my website if it's because of me and visit liberty conspiracy and <laughs> send me money i would definitely so like people go. to do that too uh <laughs> at libertyconspiracy.com we'll talk more about that in a little bit uh, but podcastawards.com, it's going on through the end of the night tonight. It's the last chance for you to cast your last vote for Free Talk Live. And it is midnight Eastern. And, oh, midnight Eastern. Okay, wow. Um, so that means you have just over four hours left. So yes. please go to uh, podcastawards.com, select Free Talk Live in the political category, fill out your name and email address info beneath that, and then submit your vote. You may be email verified just to make sure you're not a robot. And that's it. You're done. We much appreciate it. However, Mark, that's not the only voting thing that we're doing here, is it, tonight? No, tonight um, I've, uh, you know, podcast oh, um, awards is certainly the most popular thing, but Podcast Alley, where we've been number one for, God knows, I, months and months and months, um, there's been a, a, a you know, there, there's a, a person that we're competing against with, a, a podcast that we're competing against with, and I'm of the opinion that they're cheating. However, there's, uh, I, obviously you can't prove these things, and we... I, I, so I want to mount all the votes I can possibly get tonight before – I think they switch over um, at uh, 1 a.m. Eastern time. That's correct. And so However, please. you can only vote once per month in the podcast uh, podcast alley voting system. I don't think this guy is voting one time a month. <laughs> I can tell you, every time we get up a few votes and he comes in, poof. And he gets his votes in bunches, not in uh, you know uh, trickles like uh, Free Talk Live does. Um, yeah, it's it's all in bunches, and it's really suspicious to me. So you're going to send out uh, a Facebook update on that tonight, yep. and people can go to facebook.freetalklive.com to be uh, made aware of such things. But I think most importantly, if you were going to choose one over the other, I think choosing the podcast awards. So podcastawards.com. I have just yes. voted. Thank you, dude. Yes. Much appreciated. Yes. Let's go back to Don. He's been waiting patiently and chatting with us about... Uh, our opinions, or at least Mark and mine, uh, thoughts on certain clothing styles. Uh, a discussion came up in a recent, when we were talking about the Christian side hug rap video, and I made some uh, some comments about my preference uh, as far as how I think that a particular look is very silly. Uh, I don't know if I consider that belittling, Mark, but I generally agree with you that uh, there's no point in belittling people um, do you think it's belittling to say I do that think that's it's silly? And I, I think Don, what do you think? I don't really think it's belittling, but it's just like it, it. It's just like it just takes you back. Like, huh? What are you? What are you saying? I mean, that person can be part of the Liberty movie. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's like I'm not. I wasn't telling you guys to embrace hip hop in all forms of it. I'm just saying that there might be people that are part of that genre that have a voice that could actually bring more people in and Mark you've always made the comment that you want people with more more colorful people up there. Yep. So what I'm saying is that you cannot neglect uh people that may look a certain way. I mean as long as they're being respectful. I'm not saying you have to like them which was um but 
it's it's good not to just disown anyone. Yeah. I mean, somebody yeah, might point. look at me and be like, "Oh, he's not part of the liberty movement. He doesn't care about freedom." But I am one of the staunch persons that are really trying to get my family to look at something different from always running to the government to get things done. You know, I I gotta say that this is right because if you would have looked at me at age seventeen or whatever, you would have seen a kid in a mohawk with the eyeliner and a, you know a, a trench coat and a, you know the, the <laughs> punk rocker spikes and all that stuff in nineteen eighty seven or whatever it was. And, and you would say right now that you would have looked silly, and you right, well, that's be the how best I would person, feel. And you wouldn't be the best person to reach out to that particular uh, group of people, right? But because that, on the other side, you feel resentment. Could be that. listening right now, and then we call out his style, and he's like, yeah, "I'm not going to listen to these people yeah. anymore. They think I'm a dork. You can't, they you, think I'm an idiot. What do I got to listen to these people for?" And I just don't think that it's particularly our place. I, you know, who who are we to say? That's why you have people like me that call in to try to get clarification and understanding so that we can all be on the same page. Yeah, Don. As I was listening to the show, I was like, okay, well, I kind of fit this profile. I mean, I'm not busting the sack. I don't consider myself a thug. I don't, but there is a fashion, my kind of fashion that I wear. I don't wear tight pants or tight clothes. So, hey, how about I call and ask? Like, if you don't know something or if, if I'm going to be ostracized, which is in everyone's right up there, then I don't want to make that journey and then, you know, basically have to turn back if I'm not going to be accepted yeah. by the people. I already know I'm not going to be accepted by everyone. Yeah, we but, can't. We you can't. know, I don't want to be disowned by, you know, 75% of the people. Your, your sentiment, Don, your sentiment is so key. You can't overemphasize how important it is for people, from, especially from the freedom community, to say, hey, man, you know, we got people from all different stripes uh, that are here. You know, we've got people who are uh, ex-hippies. We've got people who are former punk rockers. We've got people who are literate types, people who are professorial, people who are, are gun fans, people who are pot smokers, people who are, you know, anti-tax people. Hey, come, you know, come and talk to us because we're, we're probably the most easygoing people you're going to find. You'll, you'll find as few prejudices as possible here. And if we do encounter some instance where it's like, oh, wow, hey, I was already prejudging somebody just based on this or that. We try to pull back from that, you know? Yeah, yeah and well, I think... My goal is actually to get up there for uh, Pork Fest and um, the conferences. Uh, Liberty Forum. My wife is already on board with it. Uh, like, so she's like, as long as I can get her a job up there, she's fine. But she has, she's well-educated, so I'm not really too concerned about that. But I just kind of want to come up there and meet the people and have people meet me mm. at the same time to see if, you know, the the feeling is mutual of being excited about joining the the, the struggle to get more liberty. So, again, it's, it's just one of them things that I consider myself already an outsider because I already know that there's few in, people in the movement that are uh, of color, uh, uh of the same mindset as you guys. So well, I just kind of want to. I think that you know, in our it's, it's a communication thing. In this particular instance, um, Don, I I think their critique is still good. However, neither Ian and I were talking about anybody of color. In particular, in this case, I think we were talking about his style. We were talking about the style, and we were talking specifically about white people. And I think that uh, you know that we probably that that uh, people feel more free to judge people of their own race. And I still don't think it's okay to judge somebody for their style that's of their own race because you know, for for one, who am I to say the guy's white? I don't know. I think well, the I great think... thing about it is is that you guys in the in the past before when it, uh, the uh, the sagging band came up in other states, you guys have always said, "Hey, I don't like that," but definitely shouldn't. And that, I've always respected that, and that's always 
you know. Well, there were the, now. There's something where you said you agreed with us on. You think that it's silly to uh, to wear one's pants, you know, below one's butt crack. Uh, uh, absolutely. But, but at the same time, I mean, couldn't that have also have turned off the people with the saggy pants when we were talking about that? I mean, so essentially what you're saying is, and I, and maybe I agree with it. I, I think you've done a good job of holding us accountable here tonight, Don. That, yeah, uh, you didn't get three just, segments for nothing. Maybe we should just keep our mouths <laughs> shut on our uh, opinions on other people's uh, styles. Yeah, but let's see another difference between baggy pants and you showing your butt. I mean, there's just yeah. there's a complete difference of that, and, and those people that show their wear their pants down to their ankles is not who you want anyway. But I, what I'm saying is, is that there's people that I just want to make sure we clarify the difference between somebody having baggy pants and they have a little, uh, you can raise them up a little bit. And yeah, I don't like even know if I had mentioned blatantly. anything about baggy pants originally. It's uh, it's a certain no, it look. Was about, it was about the hats. Yeah, that... I, it's just a, it's a. It's a lot that goes into that. I was thinking about the conversation, one last point. Uh, I was wearing bigger clothes because I was heavy. I was, I've, I've lost 65 pounds, and I had went to the mall with my wife. You got 20 seconds, Don. Had... Don, 20 seconds. Yes. Oh, uh, my wife had went to the store. Uh, we had went to the mall, and he basically said, look at his pants. They're so baggy, and I had a belt on at the time. I said, I just lost weight. Everybody's body fits differently. And for you, you can wear a 32-inch, and it's going to cover you behind. For me, I might have to wear a bigger size to cover up all this. Don, look forward 32 to is going to hang on Ian. Look forward to seeing you in uh, New Hampshire when you get up here for a visit. Thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This is Ian. Have you heard of the Millionaire Patriot? You should. He has a free handgun and five days of firearms training waiting for you. That's right. You can attend five days of world-class gun training at Front Sight Firearms Training Institute and secure a 30-state concealed weapon permit, all for pennies on the dollar. Plus, if you act fast, the Millionaire Patriot will give you a free Springfield Armory XD pistol in the caliber of your choice. Now is the time. You and your family need to be armed and trained to levels that exceed law enforcement and military standards. Front Sight provides such training without any boot camp mentality or drill instructor attitudes. And the Millionaire Patriot is paying his own money to help you get it. This is real. Thousands have already taken advantage of it, and you should too. Don't miss out. Secure a Front Sight defensive handgun course plus 30-state concealed weapon permit for pennies on the dollar and get your free handgun. Go to FrontSight.com today. That's F-R-O-N-T-S-I-G-H-T dot com. Go to FrontSight.com for your training and free gun. Again, that's FrontSight.com. This is Free Talk Live, launching here into the second hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Plus, we've got to get back to the justice system uh, chat if we get a chance. I know we uh, we interrupted that to take Don's call, and thank goodness we did because uh, it was a great call. And it took us through the entire, almost the entire last hour, talking about clothing styles and whether or not Free Talk Live was perhaps... Uh, uh, a little too dismissive of uh, at least one particular type of style, but let's go to Dave in Montana to start things out here. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Gardner and Mark. Dave in Montana, are you there? Going once for Dave in Montana. Going twice. Guess Bring not. Back. Uh, yeah, we'll try him back if he comes back later. 800-259-9231. How about James in Louisiana? Let's try James. James, are you there? Maybe our board op is not oh, there. Board op is something. It's on a bathroom break or something. Hello. Like that. Hey. hey, who is this? This is James from Louisiana. James, what's on your mind tonight, sir? Uh, nothing much. I just wanted to uh, express my envy for Brandon on Saturday night. 
Your envy for for Brandon. Well, yeah. Who's Brandon? Oh yes, Brandon, the the uh, the guy who called. We spent an hour with him on the ah. phone. He had an issue with what sounded like some kind of an anxiety attack situation, and we you know brought some people on that had some things to say to him. And I thought it was a fairly productive hour. And I I your thoughts, James? Go ahead. Oh yeah, I I can kind of feel where he's he's coming from. Like I have sort of the same thing. Um, you know, anxiety sometimes, mm. but... Hey, and how I, would you describe it? it? I mean, is it similar to where what he was having, where he's in a public place and he's just trying to go about his normal uh, business of maybe buying something at the grocery store and then these feelings just start coming up of uh, fearful kind of sensations? Well, how would you describe it? Uh, yeah, well, maybe not necessarily in the, in the store um, scenario, but uh, when I was younger, it, it was kind of like, it happened more in school than anywhere else. I knew but, someone uh, who had uh, I knew someone who had terrible anxiety uh, problems, and uh, it, it was messing up this person's professional life uh, because it required this person to make public appearances. And oh God. Um, yeah, it's uh, it can be really debilitating. Uh, you know, when you're when you're working on your own, maybe you're doing woodworking or working in your own shop or that sort of thing. It's one thing, but even then, you know, all all social situations. Uh, mix into business, and that's tough. Now, how old are you now? Well, I'm 29 now. Yeah. So, have you have you found a way to deal with this, or do you, are you still having problems with it? What 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 do you do when you when you run into this? Well, I really just kind of deal with it, um, and I mean, I've I've never really been to a doctor for it. I just just kind of. I talk myself through it. Do you ever get? Do you ever get? See, this person got, would get angry, and she she would mm-hmm. sort of lash out with anger. And uh, and I know this has already been been covered on Saturday night, but it it you know for people who are just you know hearing about it, uh, do you ever did you ever feel like uh, your responses would be inappropriate, and you'd have to apologize for them later on, and and it would complicate things further, or would you withdraw? And and pull away because there are two different directions people can go. One one tends to lead towards almost passive aggressive behavior and uh, and almost uh, you know bipolar condition in some cases because people get so depressed about it. Right. Uh, yeah. Now now that I come to think of it, I did when I was younger, like uh, say like elementary school and even up to when after after high school, I did, but I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I, I uh, just, I, you know, I guess I thought about it for a long time, and I just uh, stopped doing that. But well, it, now, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, it sounds at least that uh, you're able to get through it and and get the things accomplished that you need to get accomplished. And I guess that's that's certainly. It sounds like you're in a better situation than uh, than Brandon was from that perspective. I'm curious, how about the uh, the affirmation suggestion that was given by one of our callers on Saturday night? I thought that was a particularly good suggestion, wherein instead of thinking negative thoughts or thinking about fear and worry and things like that, uh, he shifts his thoughts to things that are positive in the future and, uh, you know, positive, a bright future and, you know, what you want to create uh, with your life and that sort of thing. Have you done anything like that? I have on occasion, but... A lot of times, I just kind of, uh, I just kind of ignore uh, a situation. Like if I if I feel like I don't want to deal with the situation, I just kind of block it out. 
does that get in your way of getting something, certain things done? Yeah, because I mean, you know, there's an avoidance response that some people have. Uh, is is it over on that line, or is it something that you can sort of block it out momentarily and then return to something if if the need requires in life that you've got to handle it? Sure, sure. I can, you know, I can kind of avoid it, and I can, you know, still move on. Okay. Life. Right. Okay. Right. Well, maybe maybe think about think about trying the uh, the affirmations. I mean, I, th- I think that trying those is a lot more affordable than going to a psychologist, as some others uh, had suggested, um, because I do them every day, and uh, I whenever I have negative thoughts, I make a make an effort to shift shift away from them. It's it's a constant uh, process for me, so it's it's worth a shot, perhaps. Anything else on your mind tonight, James? Yeah, sure. I want to. I also say that over the Thanksgiving weekend, I drove over 400 miles without the state issued permission card, hey. and uh, it was it was great. And you didn't get pulled over? Not at all. And oh. No accidents. Nothing. Excellent, the car sir. Stayed together. <laughs> I, I would love to see more people doing uh, things like freedom to travel, civil disobedience in the future, and I think that the best place, of course, is here in New Hampshire where we can get more people together who are of a that particular mindset, because that's not a tough one to sell to people, the the idea of just traveling freely without the government permission slip, because they get all scared thinking that somehow having that government permission slip actually does something to keep dangerous drivers off the roads, and I don't know what they base that on, because anybody that's actually been on the roads knows that the government permission slip doesn't keep dangerous people off of the roads at all. I think it might keep them some of them off some of the time. As long as a dangerous person can get the, the, a key to a car, they can get behind that wheel and drive it. There's no way that the government permission slip would ever stop someone who was that You don't think it's um, a negative deterrent uh, to somebody who might uh, otherwise drive poorly uh, to sort of shape up a little bit? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't really think that there is. James, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know, just kind of back on the the, the, the style topic. Mm. I just want to make it clear that I'm not uh, only discriminating against certain people that have this, for lack of a better term, yo-boy uh, look. I also don't really care much for the you know the whole spooky look, as Julia calls it, the uh, you know the, the goth, the goth look. Uh, the goth look. Yeah. So I just we just happen to be talking about a rat video, which is why I made those uh, those comments. I just want to make it make it clear that you know I, I have uh, other opinions on, on yeah, other looks. And it is interesting. Oh, sorry, Mark. Go ahead. I was just uh, thinking about now. I pissed off all the goth listeners. High, you know? high school, um, and uh, this is when clicks mattered uh, the most, and I think that they they begin they certainly begin to matter less and less as time goes by, unless yeah. you're in. Uh, you know, you're some kind of, uh, um, you know, you're, you're in the music industry, and then it matters because you're selling music to people who are in these cliques back in high school. Um, but I remember this kid who wore slacks and a starched shirt and a tie every day to school. Mm-hmm. This is how I dressed for a decade while working, uh, you know, in radio. Ian, you saw me, um, you know, often. But I never would have dressed that way in high school. And I think that there's... um, Yeah, you'd have been a total dork. Right. And, you know, I don't know this this kid, but that's what he kind of looked like to me from the outside. I don't know him. Um, But... You know, it, I think that there's different times and places for these things. However, I find myself feeling similarly to you. I, you know, I, I, I often look at these styles um, that 
you know, and I think to myself, I want to set myself apart by my personality. I don't want to set myself up apart by their by my dress. And mm-hmm. I feel that it's a it's a poor substitute for having a real personality is how I feel when I see these things. Many of them are, I feel, trying to fit into, a, like you say, a clique, a certain group. Yeah. Uh, they want to be different from everybody else, but at the same time, they're in a way conforming yes. to the uh, the social norms of, uh, of that particular group. There was a great term that I read in a book one time, the conformity of rebellion. <laughs> you got to be different and fit in with all the other people who are trying to be different in that group. Yeah. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. I have some more thoughts on style and the idea of uh, reaching out with a liberty message to certain people in certain cliques or groups. I want to hear from you as well at 800-259-9231. You may bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. And that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian with you. And Gart. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features on the site free. They include archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, click Download their yours at freetalklive.com. And take the startpage.com's seven-day challenge. For seven days, use startpage.com instead of your Big Brother search engine and experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines, and unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy inside of your search. Start that seven-day challenge today at startpage.com. All right, so uh, we'll continue the conversation here briefly, and then we'll get right back into your calls about this issue that was brought up on our comments, particularly in regards to a certain style of clothing, a certain look uh, that people have, uh, that, that young white guys ha- kind of use, basically, that they, they um, what's the word I'm looking for, they, they promote themselves with, because when you look in a certain way, you're looking to attract a certain type of other person, right? I mean, it's just kind of the way things are in the animal kingdom, kingdom in general, right? The, yeah. the way you present yourself is going to affect who it is that uh, that is attracted to you. And uh, the people with the yo boy look are going to attract a certain type of uh, woman. There are women that are very interested in uh, guys that look like yo boys. Similarly, we are talking about the goth style look as well, which is another one that I find uh, particularly silly. And that's coming from somebody who, when I was in high school, I wore a pentagram around my neck, and uh, I think I had a trench coat back then. Uh, I know I definitely wore a trench coat at Do you some think that, point. Because I find myself uh, looking at the goth style and I, I sneer, but I think it's because I came from that. Like I'm, you know, I've Maybe. grown so much beyond that that, you know, I find it petty and silly. But I, you know, I'm not giving myself any room or those other people any room. You know, those people deserve the same room to grow that I did. Yeah, I hedge my bets on these things, uh, if I, you want to call it bets. But you know, I sort of, I sort of walk the line, as Johnny Cash might say, because you sit there and you say, yeah. I think we all have these gut gut reactions to seeing certain things, especially if something's been around for a long time. It, on the one hand, I'm sort of like, eh, cool that you know that that flavor is still continuing. You know, that's that theme is still going on. Punk lives, goth lives. You know, hip hop is is huge. You know, mm-hmm. and then you sort of like, yeah, can't you think of something new? And then the older people are like, I don't like what's new. Uh, 
And then at the same time as we're yeah. talking with Don a little bit earlier. But the, the rap boy, yo boy look is new, and I don't like that either. Well, that's so, the thing. But really, they're picking it's up I just new, don't. But it's, 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 it's new compared it's an, to it's punk. An, but it's an affectation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But what, what, what gets me about it, I don't know how you feel about it, Mark, but. You know, I, I sit there and I have this, yeah, I have this gut reaction where it's, you know, I'll see somebody like, uh, you know, I might occasionally be like, oh man, but if I'm at a show, if I'm at the Damned or something like that, and I see somebody walking in with a big old tall mohawk, I'm like, hey, yeah. cool, man, all right. So it's it's a strange sort of deal, and and as we said, you know, we don't, we don't want to alienate anybody from the freedom movement, which is so important to us to be able to say, hey, man, you know, we're we're very accepting of all sorts of different tastes and everything, but you know, you you can't help sometimes when you see something, you just like, no. Oh, I, I would man. I would think I would like to hope at least that I'm fairly accepting of things like this. I mean, yeah. recently we had the. Uh, the 420 celebrations going on here on a daily basis in Keene, uh, Keene, New Hampshire, from where we do the show. And there were some people out there that I otherwise would not associate with, you know, simply because they have a, uh, they have a certain look uh, that just, you know, it's just not attractive to me. But I don't that was my whole point on that particular um, uh, that particular. A, a bit of activism was that it was in fact drawing the wrong kind of people in the wrong kind of outfit. So now you're saying that the wrong kind of you're saying that the wrong kind of people in that particular instance. I mean, what what is the biggest concern of people? Well, wait, I thought when you... they see marijuana legalization, what when they think oh, about I marijuana see. legalization, you mean it was reinforcing a stereotype. It was reinforcing a stereotype. Well, that see that's interesting because you know there are these t- stereotypes. When I was a kid, we used to drive through Milford, New, Milford, New Hampshire, and they, they have the Milford Oval and my mom would say, oh, look, there are the hippies. I was like four years old, and I thought hippies were just dirty, <laughs> you know, scuzzy people. And, of course, John Lydon said, never, tr- never trust a dirty, rotten, stinking hippie. I don't know um, why he would have say that, but yeah, okay. You know, and, but now I've met a lot it's of people. It's just the dirty, stinky ones he's saying yeah, the dirty, not supposed to trust. Ones, the patchouli ones. You know? I keep myself clean. I don't know. I, could, I don't know if I could be described as a hippie. I use um, well, that, drugs that's sometimes. That's the thing. You know, I'm talking to some people now, and, you know, I believe they're in peace. former hippies, and they're, yeah, they're, they're libertarians. I, hey, you know, Whatever. So I right, always I, I sort of couch it all, and it's like, look, you know, everybody's got his own personality just because he looks. I, I'm all way. for whatever. I just think that you wear the right outfit to get the right result, and I don't think that you um, don't sound very accepting now, Mark. Because a moment ago you were talking about being accepting to people, and now you're saying the 420 celebrations attracted the wrong type. And uh, what I was I trying to explain I think I'm being 100 percent clear on this, Ian. I believe that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. However. I believe that people judge books by their covers. Absolutely. And if you're going to do something, you should wear the proper cover. So, if you're going to have a pot protest, maybe you should consider the uh, you know leaving the the hippie gear, the punk rock gear, or yeah. the long hair heavy metal gear at home. Just th- just saying. So, for the effect that you're trying to achieve in getting mainstream America to accept you. Try to look a little more mainstream. Look like what they want people to look like. Yeah, well, okay, now I'm going to disagree with you on this because uh, it's always bugged me when the politicos have said, hey, if you want people to take you seriously, you need to be wearing a suit and a tie. That's because you don't want to buy a suit, you cheapskate. (laughs) It's because it's not my style, Mark. And so I'm not interested in putting myself in a suit and tie. If people can't take my message seriously without being in a suit and tie, to hell with them. And I would think the the same pe- these same people that are wearing these uh, looks that maybe we don't necessarily agree with would also say something like, well, if you don't want to take me seriously and I'm looking like this, 
the yes. hell with you too. Yes, I and understand that completely. Point, and, and I think it's I I I'm fine with that particular perspective. And I don't I don't begrudge anybody for wearing what the hell they wanted to wear to smoke pot in Central Square. The, what the point I wanted to make about that was was I was out there amongst people who I would normally not choose to spend my free time with. And it was fine, you know. We uh, we socialized okay, and uh, we hung out there. And I know. went out there too. I didn't get mauled yeah. by their dogs or anything. I mean, nothing bad yeah. happened to me. I'm just I just wanted saying. to say I I was able to interact with them. It's not like I uh, you know have a, a bias against them or in any way are overtly discriminatory uh, towards them. It's just that it's it's exactly what you're saying, Mark. That uh, when when you look a certain way, you will attract a certain type of person. You may be the the most intelligent individual. However, if you, you may are, be the best qualified person for the uh, position that you're running for mm-hmm. in the political process. However, if you're not in a suit, your ass isn't getting elected. Whatever, Mark. Like I said, um, I'm not going to wear the suit. I know so, you're not, and uh, you don't care about getting elected. No, I don't. However, even if I did, I still wouldn't wear the damn suit because I would hope that people would be listening to the message and not, uh, you know, the person's dress. But if what you're saying is people are so shallow that they'll only vote for somebody who's in a suit, then we got a, we got real problems. You know, we got we've got big problems. We do have big problems with our electoral process. I don't think I don't think any yeah. of us are uh, <laughs> claiming that we don't. So, uh, so 800-259-9231, That's the SACL CAI toll free line. When you choose to uh, to adopt a certain look, you are also choosing to adopt the types of people that will be attracted to that look, and you're also choosing to kind of push away certain other people who aren't necessarily attracted to that look. It's just what goes with the territory. You can't help it. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Now, whether Free Talk Live should comment on our opinions on such things... That's really the ultimate question. If we're asked, we're going to be honest with you. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation. Well, now we've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some very special rates on some of my favorite gold and silver pieces. The Walking Liberty Half is a fantastic coin for the beginner investor and those who want usable silver should a monetary collapse occur. This coin is widely accepted as one of the most beautiful ever made. It served our grandparents for more than 40 years, and you can get them for $8.69. Call 877-857-9938 or go to silver.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can at once. It's 877-857-9938, silver.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it is Ian with you. And Guard. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free. They include the Shrine of Female listeners, brought to you by Manchester Brewing at manchesterbrewing.com. The Shrine of Female listeners are the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send us their validated photo or video to show they are indeed listeners of Free Talk Live, shrine.freetalklive.com. Does public policy float your boat? Learn about public policy by interning in a state or federal policy organization. The Charles G. Koch Summer Fellowship Program includes an opening uh, in the week-long policy seminar, um, a we- eight-week paid uh, s- summer internship, and a closing seminar, and weekly policy lectures. Choose from 70 organizations in D.C. and state networks uh, all across the nation, think tanks, 
And uh, program includes a stipend and a housing allowance. You can uh, apply by January the 31st at libertarianinternships.com. That's libertarianinternships.com. All right, let's go to your calls. Dave is in Montana, and we're going to try him one second time, or a second time. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. How do you hear me now? There you are. What's on your mind tonight, Dave? Hey, how you doing? Uh, you're really in our gonna... chat room, aren't you? Yeah, I, Dave. I don't know how to type, so I had my son type in for me, but he left, and it takes me too long to answer. <laughs> and the, Ta- and by practice. The time I'm done, by the time I'm done writing three words, it's like uh, everybody talked a whole bunch already. <laughs> practice makes perfect, Dave, when it comes to uh, the typing thing. That's uh, that's for sure. By the way, the chat, Free Talk Live chat room is chat.freetalklive.com. All right, go ahead. We, hmm? Would there ever be a time where a chat room you could talk, you know, like through the... Vocal, like a vocal in a mic chat? Yeah. There are things like that that exist. Uh, we do not have one on our website, but it would be possible to uh, to go and do something like that. I, I think that some of the uh, Free Talk Live listeners used to organize their own little voice chat things that they uh, that they did together. Anyway, Dave, what's on your mind tonight? Yeah, I'm going to talk about uh, the treatment that the rich get, man. This Woods thing, man. It's making me puke, man. If I didn't report an accident that cost over 250 bucks. They'd give me a ticket and everything. If I told the state trooper to go away, I don't feel like answering questions now about that accident. They'd have a SWAT team at my house in an hour. Yeah. And I think we put up with it, and we shouldn't. This is it's it's no it's crap that we put up with that these people get to do whatever the heck they want only because that they could make the government spend a lot of money bringing them to court because they know that that wood well, dude got a lot of money. So I think they just respect it. It shows him. that our whole system is 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 BS, man, and you buy your your justice and that, that's and true and I think there's there's a there's a, a couple of perspectives to look at this from. Uh number 1 is that yes, the rich people can afford lawyers and poor people certainly can't so that gives them a very big advantage right off the bat. But but, but that does, that's not justice, man. No, that it's, you can't sure, afford it. The, the the justice is in the truth of the matter and what went down. Not how much money you spend. Oh, I agree with you. I'm just making an, uh, an observation about something. And the well, other we put factor, up with it. I, I can't understand how we put up with it. And and, and we put up with it. it. Well, what are what are we supposed to do? Are you ready to stop paying property taxes? I don't own property. Okay. So are you I, ready I don't to have to pay property yeah. taxes? I found a way all around all that are bull crap. See, they don't like reaching down to the bottom of the barrel because it hurts when you got to get up on that barrel and reach down low. So I kind of just stay below all their radar, and they leave me alone. I get all my taxes back and everything. And, and well, what else they, are you they, supposed to do? I mean, yeah, and and it, it, the whole system is like if if you try to make yourself successful and rich, you're going to have to be paying everybody off. You're going to have to put up sure. with their no good rules and everything. So the way I do it, I don't, I don't want to be rich and successful, man. I, I just want to be a happy dude that. And an American dude, that's, when he sees freedom disappearing, he jumps up and down and screams a lot. Hey, well, Dave. I certainly appreciate it. Yeah, Dave, I was going to say, you know, your observations, I think, uh, probably uh, have a lot of resonance with a lot of a lot of people. They see uh, the, the Kennedy family uh, getting away with all sorts of crap uh, here and there. Uh, uh, you know, in this instance, Tiger Woods, hey, we don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's really well-respected in his community. Maybe it's because he's very wealthy. He's a star. He's well-respected for his sports thing, and people are fans of him. Is, or you know maybe just the circumstances. Who knows? I think you make a great point. 
yourself. It had been, if it had been you, it probably would have been a totally different story. Absolutely. But I think, yeah, and I think what this does is hopefully, as you say, you know, why why do we or you know why do some people put up with this? Hopefully, uh, we can start to at least pose some questions in people's minds to say, look, there are a bunch of different standards. Justice is not blind. Uh, justice has a lot to do with connections and the efficiency of a system, expenses, uh, the type of person you seem to be, all these different types of things. And uh, it's not blind. So then you say to yourself, what is the alternative? To me, uh, I would like to see an alternative that actually answers the society's interests rather than political and special interests, which would be a free market justice system. And to explain that to people uh, takes a little bit of time. But this is a good way to start people in that direction to say, hey, question the way the state operates, man. It doesn't operate with this supposed blind justice that you think. It's a big sham. Dave, your final thoughts. Go ahead. My final thought, I was just looking at the chat and this guy says, yeah, insurance companies and Tiger Woods are working together to keep us down. The insurance companies, this guy here, or KDUS, or whatever, Cuds, he could chew his cud. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the insurance companies are going to force you to buy their product, you idiot. They're like a Nazi, man. And if you don't buy their product, they're going to put you in jail. Back where this I come from. happening in America, hey, man. Hey, Dave, do they have the mandated insurance over in Montana? Down in Florida, you had to buy uh, insurance for your car. Well, every state is like that. No, no not, New Hampshire. not in New Hampshire. Thanks for the call tonight. Well, Appreciate uh, hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Certainly the insurance companies are influential and powerful and, and tied in with government at almost every level, but not at the state level in and, New Hampshire. And we should remind people, it is not the insurance companies that should be looked at as the demons. These guys are simply taking advantage of a demonic creation, which is government. They are taking That's advantage the root of, the of problem. this to gain... Yeah, exactly. It's the state and the power uh, over Ownership others. of the roads and things like that. That yeah. is absolutely the, uh, the, the root of the problem. One of the other things I wanted to point out about the idea that certain people um, get better treatment by the so-called justice system... Clearly, rich people have access to attorneys. They probably already have one, uh, so it's not hard for them to get a, a better shake. But also, people like Tiger Woods and celebrities, because you've got right. rich people and then you've got celebrities, uh, which are much more noticeable. I mean, if, if the average rich person goes into the system, they're not going to get the newspaper articles and the stuff like that. But the celebrities will. And so that's one of the reasons why you have the courts and the justice system going easy on celebrities, typically. And that's... <laughs> I mean, look at you know Dionne Warwick, Snoop Dogg, all kinds of people you know have well, gotten a. a it's a, also why the courts um, the generally never get to see them. In this case, they won't see Tiger Wood because um, the the humans have a highly developed sense of rank, and they they know which humans are better than them and which ones aren't and all that kind of thing. And the the fact is, your average cop, even if it's not Tiger Woods, if it if it's you pick the celebrity, if they've heard their name, they're going to give them. Uh, you know, a, a, a more deference. It could be. It could be that I'm sure that's a factor. I'm sure it's a huge factor. But at the same time, I think something else that may be going on that's either unspoken or just something that happens that maybe people aren't maybe that consciously aware of it is that the justice system is essentially, as Mark Stevens points out in Adventures in Legal Land, a public relations uh, scam. Essentially, they're they're covering for violence. That's what the the whole justice system is. It's just a big cover and elaborate. Uh, ruse to make people d 
to dis- disconnect them from the violence of the system as as much as they they can to make it look legitimate. You know, hey, yeah, we're putting this person in a cage for however many years, but that's just what we do. There's the law and this and that. They've got all all, all manner of things that that cover for their violence. But if they were to do something awful like they do to most people to Paris Hilton when she gets a DUI, then people would probably start to get outraged because people pay attention when Paris Hilton gets a, uh, gets a DUI or when Tiger Woods is attacked by his wife with a, a golf club or whatever the heck it is that, that went on in that situation. But if they were to mete out the same punishments that average people get, then the system would start to look a whole lot more tyrannical to people who aren't normally paying attention to the horrific things they do to the average person. So that's one of the reasons why people like Paris Hilton or Tiger Woods or whoever else, the other uh, celebrities, will get a break. Because, well, they don't want it to look that bad when they're getting attention paid to their system in the news. More coming up. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian here. And Gart. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. If you enjoy this program, we would like you to shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link. And Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. Tis the season to be doing some shopping, so why bother going to the stores and dealing with the parking lots and the traffic and all of that frustration when you can just get it done at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. You'll get the products you're looking for, most likely, and uh, brand new or used in many cases. Free Super Saver shipping on a whole lot of their new items. And you can feel good because Free Talk Live is getting a cut when you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. As we continue with your calls... We'll start things out uh, with Tristan in Maryland. You're on Free Talk Live. Tristan. Tristan, Maryland. Hey. Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Yeah, I know. Uh, I just wanted to weigh in on the – you were talking about earlier about how the people dressing differently make it sort of uh, cause people to judge you by their cover. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this is this is all the whole idea about people, even within the libertarian movement, getting all prudish about how people dress really bothers me because – if you're a libertarian, you believe in self-ownership and, and you know, life and liberty, well, then that means you have the right to dress however you want. Sure. Who's being prudish? Exactly. No, I no, mean, no. Who was, who was being prudish? I mean, was it someone on this show, or are you just saying you've heard that people have been prudish? Well, well I mean, in the chat room and people – and in the chat room, maybe people being kind of critical about how people are being dressed, and also you – also, the the previous the caller who would previously weighed in about it, quote unquote, not being appropriate, dude. I thought we were about individual liberty. You know, I don't think that uh, you know the, the, we can we can be about individual liberty, but you know, there's there's a reason that people judge books by their covers because if you yeah. went to the bookstore and you just grabbed any old book because you weren't going to judge them by their covers, then you may get a book that's good for you, and it may, may not get a good book that's good for you. And, you know, like the way that people judge based on the way you look, A, you can't do anything about it. The only thing okay. you can do is dress differently. And, um, you know, it, that, so, so there's no way you can control that other person except by sort of conforming, if that's what you wish. And, uh, you know, so I, I think that it's, it, it's, a, it's a view of the world that doesn't work. You know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. 
Okay. Um, well, I'm going to hang up now and let you guys talk about it. Well, you're right, welcome you're, to stay on and, you, you and comment. Stay if you no, like. that, that's just all I wanted to say. Okay, so, thanks, uh, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I don't think that um, because uh, I own me, I can dress any way I want. But because you own you, you can decide anything about how I dress, and that's all up to you. So for me to get a, to wear a pair of uh, scuba flippers, a clown nose, and stick a plunger <laughs> in my butt, and then expect people not to judge me on how I'm dressed, um, I, you know, I think it's absolutely ludicrous. They're going to judge me on yeah. how I'm dressed. They say they say don't don't judge a book by its cover, but they invest a lot of money in designing and those covers. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. and you can't help it. It's a human tendency. And and uh, I, I would it's like okay, to think that it's okay too. It's all right. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of people out there, and you. You can only spend time with so many of them, right? Yeah. Right. So I don't, um, you know, this, this was something I wanted to get in in the earlier conversation, but I decided to leave it alone, is you have th- no right to a person's judgment. That you, you have no right to them treating you equally, um, you know, from, you know, sort of in their daily life. Mm. If they decide, if a store owner decides that he wants to treat you differently, as far as I'm concerned, that's his right, whether it's due to your color, due to the, the funny hat you're wearing, due to the, whatever it is, um, whatever reason he wants, that would, should be his reasoning. Now, I would, uh, when it comes to color um, or, you know, gender, uh, you know, these sort of sexual preferences and things, I I think that that's inappropriate. But if if somebody wants to keep, you know, keep people that uh, dress a certain way out of their store, I... You know, I, I, you know, I don't have as big of a problem with that. Just a quick comment, because your insight there brings up, a, opens up a window to a larger point. Something we were talking about off the air. We have this comment, uh, conversation at, at the Liberty Conspiracy in our forums about libraries, and uh, one of our, our uh, forum comment commenters and a person who contributes at uh, at our uh, website, um, I turned one of his uh, written blogs into an audio blog for all, all our listeners so that they can take it with them, listen in their cars, whatever, and they don't have to be stuck in front of the computer to read it. Mm-hmm. And it was about libraries, about how libraries can, can – libraries versus free markets, how markets can cater – to more so more of society's interests, and libraries just can't. They can't devote the shelf space in proportion to what societies want. And private libraries could. Yeah, private libraries could exactly. They do exist. They do exactly. I should say. I should say government libraries exactly. You, you know, our general assumption of what the library typically right. is. So, um, and what's interesting here is. You you take what Mark is saying and you you apply that to private property owners uh, and their their judgments regarding to whom they will cater regarding race or any proje- prejudices they have and as Mark said they own their own thoughts they can do whatever they want they own their property and no one has a claim on their thoughts or their property or their preferences the minute we start doing that we open a Pandora's box for the state to interfere and do things that are immoral and unethical and and. And so one of the questions that was posed in this forum question by a man who uh, posts as Copernicus, he lives in Vancouver, and he said, well, you know, uh, your argument in favor of the markets is great, but at my library in Vancouver, it's the only place I can find Hayek and other free market writers. They have them in the library. They don't have them in the bookstores in Vancouver. Amazon.freetalklive.com. That was was my initial answer, Amazon. (laughs) And I said, but, you know, that's that's a very quick and, and simple answer, the market provides, but maybe I should go a little further into it. So I said, look, I understand some people feel anxious or they might feel anxiety about, here's the anxiety thing we're talking about again, but they might feel anxious about the idea that unless the government takes someone's money, a certain type of tiny minority won't be covered. So for example, this, this 
person happened to say that, well, unless government takes money, the free market argument won't be represented, which is an ironic so, yeah. circular <laughs> logic. But um, so I started but to I say that there, there's a lot of that fear out there. Yeah, there is that fear. And I said, look, if you go into a Borders bookstore, you've got magazines, everything from crocheting to tattooing, right. walking and horror movies to porn. You know, I mean, it's all there. And and and. You, it, it, we can't say that the tiniest little minorities will be represented in the proportions that the people in that minority group would want. But based on the profit motive, entrepreneurs find ways to cater to people in ways the government simply can't. And a great example of it is the cereal on your supermarket shelf or the stuff to make lunches in your supermarket versus school lunches. Case closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and and that's that's the key thing. People might have prejudices against a black person, a Hispanic person, a white uh, French guy. I don't know, and they might not want to cater to him. But the market has an incentive to cater to that person True. to open up to as many people as possible. I and, want all the yo boys coming in and buying bongs from my bong shop. Yes, you know? yes. The customer is essentially non-competing in that way. Uh, All right, so toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, and you can comment on this or anything you want. Let's go to Todd in Michigan. Todd, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Ian, Mark, and Gerd. What's up, guys? Hey, Todd. Todd. What's uh, what's on your mind tonight? Go ahead. Hey, uh, I don't know if you guys were uh, paying attention to what was on Fox News at least a few days ago, but uh, Ed Begley Jr., uh, the... Green activists, or you know, the, a moron of an actor, came on uh, on Your World with Neil Cavuto, and he made a complete fool of himself on the show uh, when he was confronted with. I, 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 and you guys remember what happened last week when that hacker came out? Yeah, you know, East Anglia emails about. Yeah. yeah. Well, he came on uh, basically saying peer-reviewed studies. Those are the key words, you know. I think the science is very clear on global warming, and and Stuart Barney was actually telling him, so you're saying that the debate is not over. You're saying that the, the, the debate is not over, and he goes, um, well, I think that the debate is clear. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's out in the scientific community. Read peer-reviewed studies. Hey, That's just all you need to do. It sounds Don't to me get like for me, you're me. Right, right. It's, it sounds to me like, you know, just uh, he's mastered the art of propaganda. If you just keep repeating the same falsehoods over and over again uh, with enough... All he's doing, Ian, is citing chapter and verse from his green holy Bible, for crying out loud. I mean, this guy is basically so um, willing to believe that peer-reviewed studies are the be-all and end-all of proving that global warming is, is existing, that this whole theory has uh, at least some legs to it. And, you know, the problem with peer review studies is that they're prone to misinterpretation. They're flawed. They're faulty. Um, you know, and a lot Plus, of times, if your peers are actually if your peers are actually the ones that are reviewing them, then maybe your peers won't be reviewing them too. Carefully. And if you and if you lie um, in the, the study, it's, it, and you put in false data. And who's doing the peer reviewed studies? Thanks, That's Todd, it. for the calls and the thoughts tonight. I appreciated the call and the thoughts at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can bring up anything. Hour three is on the way. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. 
Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll-free as we launch here into the third hour of the show. The toll-free number 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And guard. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We'll start things out this hour by going to more of your phone calls with Gene the Christian anarchist on the amp line. Hey, Gene, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi there. Before I start on what I was going to call about, I have to tell the world that I told you so. I've been saying for, oh, I guess about since they started talking about this man-made climate change that it was all a big hoax. And now it looks like uh, the whole world has discovered that fact. And all I did, all I used to make that this uh, decision was my own observations. I didn't use any scientific data. I used uh, just things that I saw in my existence on this planet for the last 50 years. And uh, looks like a uh, person's observations and physical senses are still pretty accurate. I would say that, uh, that you can trust those more than uh, pretty much anything else. So what else were you That's calling right about in. tonight, Gene? And part of that observation is the fact that most of these people that uh, tell you something is happening are usually either they're stupid, they don't know what they're talking about, or they're just flat-out lying. Yeah, maybe they want oh, to yeah. take advantage of you. So, That's Gene, what else? observation on human nature. But uh, the other day you guys were discussing uh, traffic fatalities and uh, the dangers of differential speed, and I just wanted to call and say that it's not exactly accurate to say that differential speed is what kills. Because, you know, this last year I did drive the Autobahn for my very first time. And surprisingly enough, there are not dead bodies all over the Autobahn. And to talk about differential speed, I would be doing 110 miles an hour in one lane. And there are trucks driving in the lane right next to me doing about 55, 60. Mm. Okay. So, and, and I got passed by Mercedes Benzes uh, that were going more like 140 miles an hour. So it's not the differential speed per se that kills, it's when two vehicles strike each other, and that happens when people are careless. So it's being careless that kills. And on the Autobahn, one thing I was really stricken by after about 15 minutes of driving on it is that everybody stays in that right lane. They don't go in that left lane unless they're going to pass somebody, and when they do, they go right up behind the guy, signal, they zip over into that fast lane, pass the car, and zip right back. They, they don't waste any time in that left lane. They're in and out of that left lane in a, in a, in a shot. It's really something to watch them drive. I guess maybe, uh, and Mark, it was you that originally made the claim about the differential speeds being the most dangerous thing. Well, I'm just saying that that's, that, that's what I find to be the most dangerous um, on the road, the interstates in the United States. Um, and I can see how if you had an orderly progression and people you know, just use the left lane for passing, that that would be a good thing. But my experience is, is if you come up behind somebody on the interstate in the left-hand lane, that um, you can flash your lights at them, um, and they won't necessarily oh, get man. out of the way. Yeah, it's one of the most irritating, oh, no. frustrating things in America. It's, it's Down here in the south, it's even worse, because people use the left-hand lane to drive slow. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's extremely frustrating. I'm just saying that, that 
it's not the differential speed so much as the fact that people are not being careful. And you, I, I would say true. driving slow in the left lane is not being careful. I think you're right yeah. about you're that. And I think that if, if you are dealing with people that are going different speeds, someone who's not being careful might presume that the other cars on the road or maybe look in their rearview mirror, getting ready to change lanes, see somebody in the, the lane they're looking to change into, but presume they're going the same speed as you, switch over, turns out they were going two or three times faster than you thought they were, and then they're up on you and you've got a car accident. That would be being careless. I think you're right about that, Gene, and I thank you for the and call tonight. Yes, I, go ahead. Wait, I've got a great clip for you guys on YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh, it's actually not on YouTube. It's on the uh, auto, um, uh, um, the the auto website. The okay. one that does what is car it? and driver, car and driver, hmm. where they took the uh, Dodge Challenger to Europe, and they tried it on the autobahn, but they couldn't quite get up to speed because uh, the rain started. But then uh, a week, uh, about four days later, they were on the Autostrada in Italy, and I guess they they have similar rules there. And they managed to top out the Dodge Challenger on a, on the two-lane Autostrada at 168 miles per hour, whizzing wow. past those trucks. And you watch that video. They have the video on the website. It's amazing. It's just cool. a regular production Dodge? Yeah, uh, Challenger SRT8 yeah. tops yeah. out about I mean, 168. Straight out, of the, straight out of the showroom. Nothing added to it or anything. That's out of the box. Pretty That's cool. That's the way she goes. Thanks, Gene, for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Let's I talk. don't know what I'd do if I got a car in a box. Let's talk to Jeremy in Alaska. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jeremy. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, I was, uh, thinking, I was looking on the Internet. These pirate or like, uh, you know, FM radio transmitters you can buy for like about a 1000 bucks. one that reaches up to 30 miles. Mm, okay. And I was thinking that if I couldn't get the station here to play you guys and Alex and stuff, if I could do that and then just play you guys over my station through the Internet. You very well. When I get in trouble with GCN for that. They uh, brought me a lot of good information. I don't want to. I don't think. I, I mean, I can't speak for GCN. GCN is the network that we're on. They're the, the radio syndicate that essentially puts uh, Free Talk Live up on the but satellite. But there's no shortage of stations, uh, community stations that play GCN without any kind of agreement. But I'm sure you could give them a call. GCN. Well, I'm, I'm still be, working with them. Uh, I was wondering if there's anyone else out there that um, does pirate radio or knows a lot about it, and if I could give one of my emails out. Uh, maybe what you might want to do if you, with somebody if you, what might be easier than that uh jeremy is if you just were to go to the free talk live bbs at bbs.freetalklive.com there's a sub forum there that's dedicated to community radio and radio alternatives like pirate radio that has some very useful information on it i i would start there uh if i were you and i i think it's an interesting world i i love it myself and i think that as far as carrying the programs from this particular network it's very likely that you would that you would encounter no problems. The only problem would be is if a a local station that is you know a big station were to come on and say, okay, well we'd like to have free talk live. Then they might then you might get into a an in, an issue. With, well, I'm not at the end of my rope yet. You know they haven't told me definitely no, but I've told yeah. them I wanted you and Alex at least on the weekends. You guys and Alex and uh, right. I appreciate you I reaching out. We're still working on it. Um, Sometimes you got to take matters into your own hands, and I, I, you know, I wouldn't blame you if you did. And I think that the, we've we've had people calling this show for years that have been listening on pirate transmitters all around the country. So I, I don't think GCN is going to have a problem with it as long as you're airing their commercials. Uh, I think they'd be all right. Thank you for the well, call. The cool thing yes. About it oh, go ahead. It'll be on a boat too. Hey, uh, excellent. Like, like in the movie. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL 
CAI toll-free line. Again, if you're going to do some kind of pirate radio operation or community radio, whatever you want to call it, community radio always sounds a little more friendly. Uh, but if you're going to do that, then you want to make sure you are being a good neighbor and you want to get the right equipment that has the right kind of filtering in it uh, to where you're not going to be creating harmonics across the band. You don't want to be stepping on an existing transmitter, an existing radio station, because that's only going to create conflict. It's only going to create problems, and you don't want that. 800-259-9231. We continue with your calls and go to Dan in California. Dan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, nothing right now. I just wanted to talk about the fact that I'm considering joining the Air Force, but I was wondering, I, considering the fact that the global elite are in control of our government right now, would that be a bad idea to join at this time? I think it's always a bad idea to join a group of paid killers. Yeah, that's true. Do you but, have nothing I mean, else to live like the, for? Do you well, have... no, it's not that. It's just I haven't really planned out my future really well, and it seems like that would be like my best option right now. Well, think about this, all right? Think about those instances where the United States military has been used as far back as you can probably remember. And maybe back to World War II, some people think that was justified. I think there were a lot of very strong arguments against that. Um, so let's just look at it from, from the traditional patriotic point of view of, of so many conservative Americans who might be inclined to go and so-called fight for their country. Um, in any instance, have the, have the members of the military been called out to really fight for their country in any way that you can remember? Or have they been called out for various reasons that had nothing to do with the Constitution or American national security or anything like that? Have they been fighting for yeah. politicians, perhaps, right. instead? I'll bring it back. You can talk. We can talk a little more about this if you'll hang on at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. No plans for his life, so join the military? How about make a plan? You can bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231. Maybe you've got some comments uh, for Dan in California who's considering joining the Air Force. Maybe you've been in his shoes and you'd like to comment. This, that would be great. This is Free Talk Live. Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month, and you'll get access to exclusive call-in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything by dialing toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Guard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features, free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And the features, by the way, include the updates. You get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something that you need to know about Free Talk Live. Updates. FreeTalkLive.com. Have you heard of the Millionaire Patriot? You should. He has five days of firearms training waiting for you, all for pennies on the dollar. Plus, if you act fast, the Millionaire Patriot will give you a free Springfield Armory XD pistol in the caliber of your choice. Go to FrontSight.com for your training and free gun. It's FrontSight.com, and this is some of the best training in the world. FrontSight.com. All right, we continue here and bring back Dan in California. Dan called in to let us know that he's considering joining the Air Force, and thankfully... Uh, he decided to call Free Talk Live before making such a, a drastic decision in his life. And I would say that of the three hosts in, uh, on this show tonight, I'm, I feel safe in saying that three out of three would suggest you probably should not uh, join the military. Would I be right, guys? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so now, Dan, um, where are you? You say you don't have a plan for life. How old are you? Where are you right now? Are you living at home with your parents? Give me a little, paint a little picture of what life is like for Dan. 
Well, nothing really right now. I'm just like in high school still. I'm 17 years old. Okay. Just, you know. Not planning on going to college? Well, actually, that was the reason why I'm going to the Air Force, so that they can actually pay for my college for me. Well, you know, there's there's guys coming bo- home in boxes, uh, you know that. Uh, you know, probably the, not the Air Force guys. Not probably not the Air Force guys. They don't have to catch a lot of uh, those hard hard bullets, but um, you know, they, they they work as part of the mechanism that is is visiting honestly horror and terror in foreign lands on people that uh, that, that didn't ask for it. But um, well, Dan, I, before yeah. you before you go on, Dan, are you thinking about? Um, Enlist, just in like an enlisted man, or are you looking at uh, being an officer or what? I was thinking enlisted because I really don't have the money to do four years of college. So the um, the enlisted men, have you looked at the the pay that these guys get? Yeah, it's not that great. Right, you could probably go to McDonald's. I admit the uh, the the uniform isn't as cool, um, and probably won't get the girls in the same way that the uh, the Air Force uniform, the Flyboy uniform will. However, um, and you know, it, it certainly will get a class of woman, no doubt. Um, but you'll probably walk away with more money in your pocket from working at McDonald's than you would for enlisting in the military. But what about the college thing, Mark? I mean, that that's separate from the paycheck, isn't it? I, I from what I understand, it can be. Some people can certainly make the the gi bill work for them but other people can have a very difficult time cashing in on the G, gi bill afterwards yeah, i've heard that there's uh that I, I don't remember the details and maybe somebody who's actually involved in the military can call or has been involved can call and clarify this but i recall hearing in the past that uh it's not as easy to get your hands on that college money as they might want to make it out to be as the recruiters for instance uh, might make it out to be are you being recruited actively at high school uh, not that actively, but yes, they have been. They've been calling me too. And how close are you to considering, really seriously considering this? I was pretty close to considering, but uh, you guys are giving me doubts now. Well, you know, I mean, in a brief conversation, you'll get some feedback from us. Obviously, you know, we come from our our perspective, and and hopefully, we're contributing something to making you hesitate a little bit if it doesn't jibe with your morals and your code or uh, even with your perspective on the way the government is supposed to work constitutionally. If you're more of a constitutionalist, then, you know, please step back and and reconsider. Speaking of morals, guard, what if I were to, Dan, offer you to pay for your entire college education if you'll just rape a woman? I would never do that. Oh, but you will go and maybe fly a jet or drop a bomb or do something else like that on a group of innocent people around halfway across the world. And that, I'm not saying you would necessarily want to do that, but... But that's really what they're going to let yeah, you that's do. That's the job, dude. And, and, yeah. and, you know, maybe you wouldn't... Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be allowed to fly a plane anyways because I don't even have 20-20 vision. Sure, that, that's fine. But would you... Um, if if a work- guy says he's going to go out and shoot somebody, would you load his gun and polish it for him? Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that's and that's where you're at. I, I understand. There's a lot of men who've come, a lot of people who've come to the liberty movement after having been in the military, and I'm not trying to belittle those people at all. I certainly thought about joining the military when I was younger too, and you know, it's just it's just sort of a matter of chance as to whether or not you make it to that office and sign that piece of paper and all that other stuff. However, um, you know, it, it, there's going to be a moment in time when that's going to weigh on your conscience. How many innocent people is a college? Edu- how many innocent people's lives is, is a college, college education, education worth? worth? In fact, yeah. that brings me to my next question, and that is, why do you want to go to college? You know, make a better life for myself. You know. Do you have anything more specific than that? Because college is sold real heavily that you'll have a better life if you go to college, kids. But it turns out that in many cases, that's not uh, that's not true. 
Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, yeah. So there's not anything specific that you want to go to college for. It's just that you've heard the sales pitch that college is something that kids should do. Well, it's not just that. I was actually considering becoming an air traffic controller. Hmm. I don't know whether that takes college or yeah, not. I have no idea the specifics on air air traffic controller. Wouldn't seem but, like it would. Um, you know, I I don't know, but it. Uh, what I can tell you is, for a lot of careers, and maybe this will work for air tra- traffic controller, or maybe it won't, is that it's probably better to go in at some sort of entry level position and learn the you know work your way up and learn your way up um inside the the operation rather than um trying to to get the degree for it for instance people who get the broadcast degrees um in radio they're I, honestly they'd be it's better off going of and, and interning in, in at a radio station and at least getting paid a little bit of money rather than spending grands tens tens of thousands of dollars per year on on college and then walking out with a degree that just is really just a license to learn and you probably start in just about the same place anyway you know i i appreciate it. what i like too is the fact that you know ian came back and asked you about uh, some things so you can sort of try to compare notes with us and and sort of think it through cuz a lot of times you might just get an answer a flip answer like oh no don't get involved with that you know bad system it's it's murderous and so on but you know we're trying to think okay you're looking out for your future you're you're trying to think about it you're trying to do what's in your best interest and you know sometimes people do sacrifice for their for their ethics and their morals and their principles and you know it 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 might mean you got to d- take a different route but you know don't take your eyes off the prize of making a really good life for yourself just you know try to pick the most ethical path you can and if the military is so great why does everybody get out after 4 years Good point. Well, not everybody gets out. Some of them get stop-lost, and they get held there for an indefinite period of time. Well, for, for up to eight years. By the way, just just realize that when you're signing that piece of paper, you're not signing for a two-year up. You're not signing for a four-year up. Every single one of them's eight years. Let's bring Jim on board here. Uh, he's got some comments on the GI Bill. Uh, Jim, which is allegedly what we'll be paying for that college. Jim, you're on with uh, Dan. Hi, uh, Dan. Listen, I just wanted to uh, warn you, Dan, uh, aside from the moral issues of joining the military, which, you know, uh, might mean that you're part of a system that's killing people, innocent people, uh, most of the people that that sign up for the GI Bill, I was in the Marine Corps 20 years ago, and uh, my case isn't probably uh, normal because I got injured and ended up getting a a disability and went to college, you know, got all of it paid for. But the average person that pays into the GI Bill, about half of them never see that college money uh, because you have to complete your three years or four years, whatever it is you sign up for. And if you screw up any uh, in any way, and remember, you have no constitutional rights when you're in the military. Mm-hmm. You fall under something called military uh, code of justice. Jim, I want you to—I want you to finish this here. If you—if you can hang on, I want to bring you back. Would that be all right? All right, Jim, I'm going to bring you back, and Dan, hopefully you can hang through as well, and uh, we'll we'll continue the the discussion here with Jim, who has some experience in this, and it's an interesting point he's making. You make one error, and boy, is it easy to make an error when you're being ruled over by this arbitrary system where it's not hard to break their rules, especially in the military. We'll come back with more. This is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves, and there goes the music bed. 800-259-9231. Hopefully we're still connected. We are. Okay. And so, yeah, you can bring up anything. Uh, You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those again. Freetalklive.com. Features including live streams, by the way. We've got a broadband version of the show, dial-up version, uh, webcam, as well as Free Talk Live listen lines. You can listen now anywhere from any phone that can dial long distance. And head on over to get all the details at listen.freetalklive.com. Now, if you're looking for more to listen to, you need to go to Gardner's website, libertyconspiracy.com, and become a part of the conspiracy. In fact, you can become a conspirator, I believe, for as little as three bucks a month. Is that correct, yes, Gardner? indeed, sir. And uh, you've got now, it's actually, uh, how's the forum coming along? Is that still happening? Yeah, the there? forum is huge, and I can really keep track of it now, but uh, we've got some really That's interesting things That's how it is with my forum. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's really out of control. It's cool. We talk about music. We talk about political things. Uh, in, and as I mentioned, we have this one on libraries that's in there. Uh, Glenn Jacobs posted something about what would happen to Khalid Sheikh Mohammed in a private free market justice system. Uh, Glenn posts a lot in there, and it, and it's it's awesome. So wait, Glenn Jacobs is posting in your forum? Yeah, he's just, just he's a cool dude. He's just so cool. So and he's a cool guy. That's yeah. Glenn Jacobs, also known as WWE's Kane. Yes. Yeah, you know, and and when you see him. Uh, Doing his uh, wrestling thing, wrestling thing, you, you, you perhaps aren't thinking the the intellectual um, that in fact he really is. Holy mackerel! Yeah. I mean, <laughs> talk about looks that can be deceiving, as we were discussing earlier tonight. Laser yeah. sharp mind, yeah, in that uh, big yeah. big man. <laughs> so smart, man. Yeah. So we have a great time over there, and and thanks for letting me plug in, you guys. Oh, please, I, I appreciate it very not much. A, not a problem. It's libertyconspiracy.com. Guard's got his own podcast. Uh, please uh, tune into that when you get a chance. It's also airing. It also airs every single night as soon as. Uh, Free Talk Live is over at uh, LibertyRadioNetwork.com. It's the first show that uh, that comes up right after the Onion Radio News. Yeah, and sometimes we have some fake calls from, you know, Tom Brokaw talking about global warming or John McCain. He called in one time and he wanted his uh, electoral bailout. Yeah, it was You do a good McCain impression. He said he was too big to fail. We've got to get back to these calls. I don't want to keep these guys waiting too long. But Dan is uh, on with us in California and Dan, you're talking about how you're considering joining the military. We are doing our best to uh, to stage an intervention here, and we've got Jim on the line in Tennessee. Jim, you spent uh, was it 20 years in the Marines, or was it 20 years ago that you were in the Marines? I, f- I forget which which it was. 20 uh, 20 years ago, I was in, and I was in for three years in the Marine Corps, and uh, I got injured, but uh, and I ended up getting a disability uh, discharge. But uh, most people that go in will find out that. Uh, the, the military is, I hate to say this because there are a lot of good guys in there, but the military is loaded with psychos. And, you know, I can only imagine what it must be like today with, with, uh, with war going on. I was, I was in during peacetime, but mm-hmm. what, here's what Dan needs to consider. Dan, you're, if you like being ordered around by imbeciles and, and <laughs> lunatics, then you'll love the military because it's a place you go and there's no thinking. In fact, in the Marine Corps, the motto is instant obedience to orders. Oh, boy. And that order could be immoral. And if you don't follow that order, uh, you're going to go to the brig. And I saw a lot. And another thing, if, if you do decide to go, and I pray you don't, but if you do decide, stay away from drugs. Because uh, a lot of guys, I saw a lot of guys, uh, you know, smoke some weed on the weekend. I didn't touch drugs when I was in the Marine Corps because I was terrified of going to the brig. But some of the guys who did smoke weed, you know, they come into work on Monday morning and boom, come on, guys, down to the, uh, you know, to the bathroom where they do the pee test. And then I saw these guys, you know, top positive. 
and some of them ended up going to the brig and then getting, uh, uh, you know, kicked out of the military. So uh, drugs, uh, don't touch drugs when you're in the military because they hate them. Jim, and, let me go back will... to what you were saying before we went to the break. I wanted to make sure we, we finished that discussion, the, uh, the idea of the GI Bill and how you were saying a whole lot of people think they're going to get it, but they end up not getting it because they violate some, one of the multitude of uh, military code of justice rules. Is that right? Absolutely. Uh, Ian, if you look at a, uh, a person who outranks you, if you look at them cross, uh, they, can, they can bring you up on charges. Really? Uh, there's a lot of uh, racial discrimination. Now, I'm talking racial discrimination in all ways. Uh, blacks who discriminate against whites because they outrank them, whites that uh, discriminate against blacks. Uh, they try to, the military tries to pretend that they're colorblind. They even call uh, 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 black Marines, they call them dark greens. They have all these weird term, terms in there. But uh, the fact is you're going to be, you're, you're going to have no rights. You lose your constitutional rights. You fall under the Uniform Code of Military Justice. And, and believe me, they can, they can bust you for just about anything. Your attitude, they don't like your attitude. And, and remember this, Dan, you can't get out if you, you don't like it. You're stuck. You sign that. You sign that contract, baby. And, and just like uh, Mark was telling you, it's not for three. It's not for four years. It's for eight years. Uh, That's so a long time. I man. would urge you not to do it. Uh, go to college. Uh, go to trade school. Uh, start a job. Uh, anything. Don't join the military because I believe, like you said earlier, won't you be serving a bunch of new world order types? Uh, obviously, you will. In, in fact, I think that's. I think the war in Afghanistan is all about poppy. Uh, I thank uh, you. Okay. Jim, do you want to add anything else? Because you've had a lot to say, and I think it's been great so far. I'm done, fellas. Uh, you have a great show. And, thank you. Uh, take for, care. Thank you, Jim, for the call and the uh, the expertise. Dan, you just absorbed all that. Uh, your thoughts? I guess, I guess that all makes sense because, you know, I mean, the military hasn't been known for, you know, being nice. And I guess, I guess that, what? Uh, that's not their job to be nice. Uh, that That is for sure. And yeah, as far as the college I've, I've, things go, you know, you're basing your decision to join the military off of a falsehood, and that is that college is necessary for success or college is helpful uh, with success. In many cases, it can be, sure, but in a whole lot of cases, especially these days when it costs as much as it does, uh, it is not helpful for people. And the statistics that the colleges promote, because remember, they're promoting their business, which is educating people. Uh, in their way, selling the, their businesses, selling diplomas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They they will say things like, "Well, you'll make more money if you are, uh, you know, long term, lifelong. You'll make more money if you have a college degree." And they're they're essentially playing with the numbers in uh, in, a, in a number of ways on that because they're they're factoring in people like lawyers and doctors and stuff like that with the liberal arts uh, majors that really didn't get to use their college degree to do crap uh they're they're twisting things around essentially and they're not factoring in also all the money that you'd be paying in essentially get college loans right. and the, the interest that uh, that you're paying on that of course you could say well well the military would pay for that as jim pointed out what happens if you're in the military for 8 years and you bust some, you know, something happens, something goes wrong. You get targeted by somebody who doesn't like you. Maybe you didn't even do anything on purpose. Maybe somebody just doesn't like you that's got a higher rank than you, and they go after you. And you get a ding on your record. 
thereby killing your chances to get the college paid for. You're stuck in the military for another four years after that or whenever it is that uh, the incident happens. And then you get out. You've got eight years of your life behind you now and still no, uh, no money for college. And you know what really gets me ticked off about this is they give you all these incentives so that uh, either you will overlook these personal problems that you might have with what's going on or, uh, well, you know, you'll make a decision and say, well, I'll, I'll bite the bullet and, and go for it. And uh, as, as Ian said, there there was a great article posted at lourockwell.com a number of months ago uh, about how, uh, in most cases for liberal arts majors, college is not a good deal because the amount of money you're spending versus what you could be earning during that time, $100,000 spent versus what you could be earning, building up something. Hey, if you if you work for four or five years, the equivalent of how long you'd be in college and you find you, you've, you've saved something up and you say, I'm still not going where I want to go, you do have those options. You can go to a trade school. You can go to a community college or something like that. Uh, One of the things that really bothers me is that so many people now who might be listening to us might find it offensive that we might be saying, don't go into the military because you're killing innocent people. And um, so, you know, I think it's incumbent on us to to mention to those people, look, uh, in many cases, innocent people are being killed. Uh, there are military conflicts going on around the world which have no constitutional justification if you're of that kind of mindset and you 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 know turn yourself a patriotic person and um, and so if you are thinking about going into so-called defend your country realize you're not going to be doing that in most cases just based on statistics Dan will you call back when you make your decision you've obviously got a lot to think about. Yeah. Let us know what you decide. I appreciate hearing from you tonight, and do think carefully. 800-259-9231. Other people's lives may depend on it. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and this is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. We'll try to sneak your call in if you make it now to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Gart. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free. And if you like this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as $3 a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, bring more Internet listeners on board with the program, and expose new people, therefore, to the ideas of freedom. So if that's valuable to you and you want to get perks like access to the Amp Only call-in lines, Amp Only podcast, and more, get all the details and get signed up with any major credit card or PayPal or some of the alternative options at amp.freetalklive.com. In fact, I just got another agreement from another radio station today. Hey! So uh, we've got 58 now on the air, and I've basically got three in the hopper that are uh, officially on paper coming on within the next two or three weeks. And so. really, it uh, <laughs> the lines from, uh, fr- from new station to... You know, amplifiers are very short lines, and they're pretty direct. Uh, we, you know, the we, lines from new station to amplifiers, right? Uh, you know, the the, the 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 path from your amplifier dollar to us getting new stations, it's a short one because we wouldn't be able to do it um, in the ways that yeah. we do it without 
the amplifiers. The amplifiers make it all possible. Amp.freetalklive.com. And so does Jason Osborne. That much is true. That's for sure. (laughs) Sickle CAI has a full orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. Sickle knows that the way they treat your customers reflects on you, and their staff is respectful. They record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. I think we can say that Jason Osborne, the man behind Sekel CAI, is one of the major reasons why Free Talk Live is doing so well, as well as uh, Gardner Goldsmith's Liberty Conspiracy. Absolutely. Boy, if it weren't for Jason, man, there would be a lot of people who wouldn't have been able to communicate with each other. He is awesome the, the John Hancock of the Liberty Movement. As far Darn as right. Concerned. Well stated. Let's go to your calls here. Uh, you can bring up absolutely anything. Uh, let's talk to Alex in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live on the Amp Line. Hello, Alex. Hey, guys. I just want to warn users of FreeBSD 7 and 8 that a local uh, security exploit has been Are you released. serious? <laughs> what? Are you really <laughs> calling <laughs> a national radio show to talk to the Linux community of people that use FreeBSD? There's a big difference, and this is a huge exploit. <laughs> this is this is this is huge, man. You can get root um, d- due to a uh, env- environment variable vulnerability. This is very very bad. Is this a crank call from you? I I mean, what? No, it was posted on full disclosure earlier today. Okay, so so let me see if I can translate what you're saying. People using an obscure operating system uh, should be aware that there is some sort of exploit that could allow a hacker to do something naughty. Correct. They could get administrative access and do whatever they would like. Okay. So maybe people shouldn't be using free BSD then. Is is that what you're saying? Or is there a fix well, no, out for they it? Should, they should keep their system up to date. They uh-huh. should uh, the patch and expect a uh, security update from the security officer. So, so who's more Within popular? The next Forty-eight hours. Which, which, what is the most popular Linux out there? Because Linux is this free operating system. This is not Linux. This is FreeBSD. There's a huge difference. Okay, well, it sounds it's so, so it's not Linux, but it's Unix-like operating. I'm looking at the Wikipedia article here, and it says it's a Unix-like operating system. So correct. So it is Linuxy because Linux is use is Unix-like, right? Okay, so it's of that same Linux. It's free software, and uh, which is the most popular? W- w- would it be uh, Ubuntu? Ubuntu is, uh, in my opinion, one of the most popular. I don't have statistics, but that's the most popular distribution uh, of Linux. But FreeBSD is better than Linux. So hmm. now, now in a in a most simple uh, layman's terms, what makes FreeBSD better, in your opinion? Well, it's the fact that. Three hours after somebody posted the exploit on full disclosure, there was already a note from the security officer with a patch to fix the system. If you were to look at any other uh, operating system, maybe uh, Windows, for example, Microsoft, they'll wait a month before they release the patch, which is why it's such a terrible operating system. Windows has always worked for me at uh, accomplishing the tasks that I've uh, I've wanted to accomplish, so I don't know if I would classify it as terrible. In fact, I think the new Windows 7 is a pretty darn good operating system, uh, as a matter of fact. In fact, I've even heard Linux people saying they like Windows 7. Oh, and I like Windows 7, too. I just think that Microsoft needs to uh, be better at releasing patches on time. I don't think you can really beat three hours. Uh, FreeBSD. I, I guess you're probably right, but how many hours. people are trying to crack into your, your home computer? I mean, uh, why do you need to have it right then and there? Because this is, this, the severity of this exploit is so severe. So basically uh, the you, operating system was so badly broken that they just now found it out and... And then just now they fixed it. 
Well, no, somebody went and they found it out and they posted a uh, uh, the exploit on full disclosure. And then within three hours, they had a fix that was emailed to everybody. But uh, it's only 7 and 8. I don't believe uh, version 6 is vulnerable. All right, man. Thanks for uh, informing well, uh, our three be, listeners. That, before uh, you go on, I, I have an accusation here that uh, free BSD is for ultra-mega super techno geeks. <laughs> would, you, would you agree with that or would you say that that's a, a slight exaggeration? We should remove the ultra. Mega. <laughs> Previous B is for people who want to get stuff done without hassle. Mark, you're discriminating against the ultra <laughs> techno geeks in our audience, and we're supposed to be inclusive and bring people into the liberty movement. Thanks for the call, Alex. Appreciate cool. it. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. Coming up, we'll be giving away free pocket protectors. First, we go to Brainwash <laughs> in California. Brainwashed, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, what up, Scrows? Hey. Scrows? What, what is a scrow? <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> That's some uh, idiocracy. It's like the, the future term of saying bros. Oh, I love that movie. I've, I've only seen it once, unfortunately. <laughs> I've seen so. it once, too. Fine film, though. Highly recommend it. <laughs> I've seen it too many times. That's why. But, hey, I, I love President awesome Camacho. <laughs> I think That's he's right. awesome. Break it down, Camacho. <laughs> All right, so what's up? <laughs> hey, I had an awesome idea for, like, uh promoting like uh free talk live and, and and what's going on with the free state project with everyone uh my idea was like okay i came it stemmed from like the girls of liberty or whatever and they had a calendar yeah the ladies of liberty yeah. uh ladies of liberty alliance lola yeah so and like and then it also stemmed from like mark's obsession with captain america okay so check this out i had this idea of like like Mark dressing up in tights and Captain America outfit. <laughs> I think you can stop have, there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and Gardner, you want you gotta be on it too, and you gotta <laughs> you gotta be like the 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 uh, the B senior guy, and, uh, and Ian, he can have like a big anarchy A with the you know, but y'all gonna be wearing tights, and 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 you can have all the all the all the activists on like well, isn't it well the the top notch anarchy uh, you know a top notch uh, activists on like each month, yeah. you know, standing with these heroic poses and everything, and you got to wear, you know, have capes and everything. Dude, I would totally buy a calendar to, prom- you know, to help to help move, you know, the uh, ampl- you know, for amplifiers or whatever. Yeah, that's a I funny mean, I idea. It, I, it's too self gratifying for me. I would not. Uh, <laughs> I, I I didn't even like being in the pictures for the Free Talk Live ads that we do. In we the could, we could do it like Find Ian. Maybe he's hidden in there somewhere behind yeah, all our be nonsense. Like if yeah, Mark yeah. wants to, if Mark wants to dress up and do the calendar, then yeah, I'll do it if you buy the costume. Um, the, uh, but Ian, if you're making fun of yourself, and that's clearly a self, uh, you know, uh, deprecating kind of thing, then I don't think it would be as big of a deal. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. You probably won't like, break the camera. I don't like. Kind of looks like Waldo like in a way. Anyways, I like this idea. It's kind I of. I think funny. Mark just wants the costume so he can wear it while uh, his wife's not around and uh, run around the house and self pleasure himself in it. <laughs> Yeah. We're heading to the, that's a nice way to end the, the program so there you go the great idea that's that's a kind of a cool idea i gotta say i don't know if we can rival the uh the ladies of liberty um if yeah, i get a captain america outfit i'm getting the shield too you have to have the shield that's gotta right. have the shield man 
Thank you, Brainwash, for the call tonight. I appreciate Rocks. hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Fresh out of calls, which gives us, I think, about a minute to get back yes. to the topic that uh, we had at the very beginning of the show, talking about the justice system. Mm-hmm. You, I don't even know if you remember the question now, Guard, but before, when we went to the first break, you'd asked Mark a question about the justice system. and I Is, don't it, know is it good it or not, basically, in yeah, its current you know, condition? We, we, we get these situations, these anecdotal situations that come out, and they're terrible things. Four, co- four cops killed, four, hey. four individuals killed. Wait, isn't there, isn't there a guy that calls this show talking about killing cops all the time? I guess this is it, right? This is the end of the state. I don't know why uh, he didn't call tonight. It's yeah. the end of the, the state's going to crumble now that some cops have been killed, right? Yeah. Well, I would say that uh, the first and easiest step um, to take as far as uh, making the justice system better is to stop mixing the convicts. They shouldn't be mixing nonviolent and violent offenders, even if they have felonies or whatever. They shouldn't be mixing sex offenders with regular offenders. They shouldn't they sh- be arresting pot smokers. They, I, agreed, absolutely. There shouldn't be, as far as I'm concerned, prostitutes. It, jail Gamblers. isn't really a good place for people that haven't hurt anyone yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm just talking about the first and easiest step as far as this stuff goes. And I don't think that people with DUIs should be housed with these other people because really all you're doing is cross-training the criminals. You're teaching murderers how to hotwire cars, which happened to me while I was in prison. Maybe if this guy that had killed the four cops had had to pay restitution to his victims of the assault that he did back in the 1980s instead of having to sit in prison with a bunch of other crooks for 10 years, maybe these other things that he's done now never would have happened. We're out of time for tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. And Gardner Goldsmith, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks, man. The following edition of the Mark Interview Series is brought to you by the Free Talk Live AMP program. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier today for as little as 3 bucks a month. Get perks and help us get on more radio stations and more internet connections at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com, and here's Mark. The Edgington Post interview series continues, and uh, I, you know, I had Michael Tig from Tiger Light on the other day, and uh, well, honestly, the interview cut kind of cut short. So I wanted to bring Michael back, and Michael, you're on the line, right? Yes, I am. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks for coming back, and because uh, I've got some questions, um, we talked about the we talked about the Tiger Light in the the past, and I I have one, and I think it's just the greatest little uh thing for you know uh protection as far as uh I, you know i hate to call it a, a woman's device but i th- i think that in some ways um women might like it more well it it certainly you know men basically feel a little bit different about personal protection you know that they they've you know more into guns more likely to carry a gun or or you know feel like they can handle themselves you know that kind of thing and 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 women really are you know extremely uh vulnerable when it comes to you know personal protection and being able to you know uh, fight somebody off or, or you know protect themselves in that way and and so you know the 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 T100 particularly was designed uh so that it you know would be very comfortable very ergonomic for women very easy to carry it looks nice it you know it doesn't you know have a, look like a, a weapon it it's not embarrassing to carry around, so it's very comfortable. Women have really commented how much they like it. Yet, you know, like I said before, you know, five of the most dangerous prisons in the country, you know, equip their officers with them for their own personal protection. So, you know, it, it really boils down to the fact that, that one, Tiger Light is and has proven to be the most effective non-lethal weapon in the world, just from the standpoint of stop rate, uh, uh, multi-subject capability, you know, all the things you would look at to evaluate, you know, 
this type of weapon. So, um, you know, that being said, we did respond to, like I said before, the most frequent request I've had since being in this business is and has been, are you going to make a small one our wives can carry in our purse? And that's been asked to me from generals to special forces to police officers, you know, uh, hundreds and hundreds of times I've been asked that question. I, I can't think of a single presentation I've ever given at any level to any group where that question hasn't come up. So we did design. In fact, we took the components uh, that, that we knew had to be in the light, we wrapped tape around them, we put clay around them, and we had 20 different women grab it and squeeze it back and forth so we were sure that it would fit a woman's hand perfectly. And, and it does, as you know. I mean, yep. it's, just, it, it's just incredibly ergonomic. You know, I just got a call earlier today. My uh, daughter uh, just got married recently. Uh, we live in, in Heber City. Actually, our house is in Midway, Utah. It's right on the, the hillside, right in the mountains. And uh, she went for a hike, and I kind of, you know, a little bit nervous about her going up there because I, I had uh, an encounter with a cougar myself right in the same area. And, you know, right at the trailhead it says, you know, uh, this area is, you know, home to, to, to bears and cougars. <laughs> and she was hiking up there by herself, and... and I, I said, you know, and, and as soon as I said, you know, Whitney, is, you know, you shouldn't be going up there by yourself. She said, I've, I've got the tiger light with me. It's right in my hand, you know, and and that does make a huge difference knowing she has it. You know, it's still a little scary, you know, yeah. because nothing's a guarantee. But but uh, right. you know, just knowing that, you know, I, I didn't have to ask her to take them. They didn't, didn't have to remind her. It, they just take them with them because they're, you know, they're they're cool. They're uh, you know, like I said, ergonomic, and and they make a great light just to have in, in the purse and have in the car and have with you, you and know, I, wherever you go. So I think that's the the really the very best part about it. As um, and now I've used it too, and I don't have the biggest hands, but I don't have small hands either. I, I figure I've got nor I, I wear medium and men's, so <laughs> I must have medium sized hands, and it fits fine and very comfortable in my hand too. Um, but I think that the very best thing about it is the fact that it is out. And available because you can get robbed with a gun in your in, in in your purse or you know in your in a holster or carried you know concealed or something like that and you just can't get to it because the person's holding a gun on you or whatever and and honestly if you're getting robbed I think you should just give them your money anyway but um, if it's you know if it's something worse and and they want something more than your wallet from you you've got this light out and available um, and it's you know it's it's right there. Well, you know, you bring up a really, really good point, Mark, because, I mean, think about, you know, you heard the news this morning probably, you know, the four officers got shot sitting in, you know, and killed and sit, sitting in a, in a coffee shop. No, I don't. I, I, I heard just, something about it in Seattle or something. Yeah, in Seattle. You know, a guy just walks in, you know, pulls out a gun and shoots and kills four officers. And and the reason I bring that up, and I'm not saying that, you know, if those officers would have had tiger lights that they would have all been saved or anything, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know the dynamics of the, of the situation exactly. Um, but, you know, I mean, if they had, had them in their hand, probably uh, they might have been. You know, it, it, they would have had a good chance. It, but it, what, the point I want to make there is it boils down to response time. And uh, the comment you made about having it in your hand is critical, and I, I can't stress that enough, and that's what we stress with the tiger light. And that's why it's something that, that can be in their hand when, you know, your, your wife's walking through her car from the mall or, you know, 
going out to the car after work at night or whatever it might be, or, or going into the house at night when she knows nobody's home and, and nobody's been home and there could be somebody there waiting for her. You know, it's it just those kinds of situations that are that are real. That That's, you know, that's the reality of it. You, you have to have that weapon in your hand. I mean, a lady that got, you know, uh, raped uh, in broad daylight on 4 South and Main Street in uh, Salt Lake, you know, she had a gun on her. She was a trained uh, uh, probation officer, you know, had a concealed carry permit. But it wasn't in her hand. And and, and the bad thing, you know, happened. And yeah. that can't be stressed enough. This right. is designed. That's why we have the hand strap. It's designed to be in your hand when that attack occurs and give you a chance to survive it. It's, there's two two points about that. A, it doesn't look like anything really but a flashlight. I mean, upon close examination, maybe, but the woman or the person, honestly, is not going to feel badly about carrying it around because they're just essentially carrying around a flashlight. No big deal. Secondly, if you've ever seen the Westerns, and I'm not saying that uh, this that, that duels necessarily occurred as, as often in, in the Old West as they, they might make them seem, but it's the guy who pulled his gun and shot first was the one who won and that's right. that's this response time issue that you're talking about uh, it's, it's it's everything i mean it is everything and the fact that the other person doesn't even know that he is competing yep for that time uh gives gives the user of the tiger light a huge huge advantage right and i think it's that... like oh i see that you have a weapon i'm going to try and beat you to the punch the guy doesn't even know you have a weapon. You know, he thinks he doesn't even have to hurry. He's going to, you know, pull out his gun or he's going to attack you physically or, you know, whatever it might be. He has no idea so, uh, that, you know, that, that he's about to be incapacitated. And I can definitely see it, especially for a, a woman in a rape scenario where you, uh, you know, you've got a guy who's oncoming and, um, like, he might be, you know, see an opportunity to kind of lord it over her. So he, he really does give her a good opening and bam, um, you know, she... She can hit him with that tiger light, and it, uh, not hit him, but spray him with the uh, tiger light, and it it changes everything. But I've kind of got um, I've got a, I've got a question. I've gotten some uh, I've got some questions here in my email box, and I I want to ask them to you. And and honestly, Michael, you're gonna you know I'm gonna put your feet to the fire a little bit, okay? Uh, that's fine. All right. So <laughs> been done before. <laughs> um, there's you've got a claim on your website of a 96 percent stop rate, and uh, you know this is. Better than a semi-automatic handgun. It's better than anything. So you're claiming that you'd rather have a tiger light in your hand. I suppose you've got like you've got a, a Visigoth coming after you in his uh, yak skin uh, overcoat with a kufi cap and carrying a scimitar. Yeah, he's coming after you, and you'd ha- rather have in your hand a tiger light over a Beretta. Well, Mark. <laughs> You know th- that totally depends on the situation. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, I, I am uh, not going to get uh, in a conversation. You know, well, it's difficult to answer a conversation of whether or not you'd rather have a, a tiger light or a gun in a particular situation. You really have to know the details and and know whether or not you know you you want to or need to kill that person or or whatever you know the situation might be. But the the, the fact is, ninety six percent. Uh, is an incredibly high stop rate. It is incredibly high. Now, uh, it's different from a gun because a, a gun, you know, you're, you know, you're stopping them permanently. Uh, and with a tiger light, you're not. But, but what is 
great about that. And, and, and again, you know, I want to emphasize this wasn't just a claim made by us. This was an independent study uh, with, you know, Los Angeles uh, County Sheriff's Department officers, 500 of them, over six months, conducted by a Ph.D. out of Cal State. And it, it, it's it's very, uh, you know, unprecedented. Uh, it, no non-lethal weapons ever had those kinds of results. And it's because of what we were talking about earlier. The, the element of surprise, pepper spray stops people in, in a couple of ways. One is pain, and two is respiratory distress. Now, if the person sees it coming, they're, you know, they're going to hold their breath. It's, it's very simple. Uh, even, even just a split second, it does not take long to hold your breath. It's just even a, a just in a reactionary uh, mode, you're going to be able to hold your breath very quickly and avoid that part of the disabling or incapacitating effect. So, right. So if so, the person uh, pulls the out tiger, the so if the person pulls out the uh, keychain mace thing, um, and it looks like a keychain mace thing, that means that uh, likely the the person being maced is you know that much more likely to turn their eyes away and uh, you know close their mouth. Absolutely, absolutely, and it just it doesn't take any time to do that. But their brain has already told them when you have a tiger in your hand, their brain has already told them it's something else. Yep, it's yep. not a, a weapon. It's not a can of pepper spray, and so they they don't even think about it. And and the results, you know, we we can argue about it all day long, but the results speak for themselves. And and it's not just L.A. County. Uh, it's every department we've dealt with for 10 years, every report that's ever been given to us, every evaluation that's ever been, been done, the results are always the same. And and we've had more dramatic results even. We've had uh, departments that, that haven't had any situations where it didn't stop the individual in years. And, and prior to that, they had a below 50% stop rate with their belt-carried pepper spray. So, and so, you know, the, the, the difference is extremely significant. And, and I'm sure there are, you know, lots of little unknown factors, probably ones that we haven't even even considered. But uh, the fact is, the with the Tiger Light on the street in real-life situations, that spray gets to the target fast enough to where the person who wouldn't otherwise be disabled uh, because of pain resistance due to, you know, the fact that they're on meth or PCT or something else, now is disabled because he is uh, able to fight through the pain but not able to fight when he can't breathe or attack when he can't breathe. And when I say can't breathe, I don't mean completely can't breathe, but you go into a very, very uh, scary, uh, because I've experienced it, very scary um, uh, mode of not, being able to get a good breath of air, and you're, you're basically you just you're gasping for air, and you're gagging. And when you're gasping for air, and you're and every thought in your mind uh, is on one thing, and that is trying to breathe. You're not going to be attacking somebody or fighting somebody or anything else. And, and that's and, and I say that because that's what's proven to be the truth. Now and and so you know that. Uh, that, that's something that really can't be argued one way or the other. The facts are the facts. It, it does what it does. Now, and, that's a question. And, 
That's a question I have also for you is sort of lethality. Now, obviously, if you use a, a gun to stop somebody from uh, attacking you, um, you know, there's there's the, the lethal aspect. But there's also the reality that guns sometimes cause accidents in the home. And even tasers have killed people. And I, what is the, um, it, you know, if, if something terrible happens as far as some accident happens with my tiger light, what it what what's the uh, you know what's what's the fatal uh, the num- the numbers of fatalities that have have occurred as a result of using the tiger light well none <laughs> that, that would be zero uh but you know uh a good reference i get i guess would be a recent study done up in up in canada uh on uh weapons used by police and the study was to determine what has proven to be the safest uh, weapon for both the police officer and the uh, public, and it was pepper spray. Pepper spray was determined to be the safest means of force used by police officers on the general public. And so you've got a combination of, of with the tiger light, you have a combination of, of two things, a weapon that has been proven to be the safest uh Use of force or means of force uh, available, and and also in the case of the tiger light, most effective. So you know how can you beat that combination? Why would you you know why would you want to use anything else? I, I mean, I, to me it would make no sense. Why would I buy something else at any price that is either going to be more dangerous uh, for me and my family or less effective, or both more dangerous and less effective? It just doesn't make any sense. And about anything else you can think of other than maybe a can of pepper spray is going to be a lot more expensive anyway. Yeah. So, you know, it, it just, you've got with the Tiger Light, you know, everything working for you and, and really nothing against you. Yeah, it seems to me that the best setup that one could have, if, if you're a guy thinking about the Tiger Light, um, you know, certainly it's a good idea to get one for your wife, but the, probably the best setup is to have the Tiger Light out in your hands so that you have that ultra-bright flashlight and then the gun on your hip in case you need to use it in some, um, you know, really extraneous circumstance. Well, I, that's, you know, that's what police officers do, and, and, and that's how it was designed. That's why it was designed. It was designed so that the police officer would have an immediate, rapid response that they didn't have before. You know, when they walk up on a car stop or somewhere and somebody pulls a gun on them, they have that ability to react quickly enough. Uh, and with the Tiger Light, they do. And so uh, it gives you that, but then also that lethal force option. And and that's the same way, you know, even in the uh, memo from the DOD on, on, uh, on their wish list of, of uh, non-lethal weapons, they want something. Uh, the statement was uh, to the effect: uh, something that provided or enabled the simultaneous synergistic application of lethal or non-lethal force. Now they like to, you know, make it sound really, uh, uh, you know, high tech and technical, and, and it does. But what all that's saying is uh, a way to be able to. Uh, deploy either lethal force or non-lethal force on an individual. Very good. And, now, and, and be able to do it, sorry, sorry, to do it Michael. without any delay. So um, we, we, I, have to, I have to cut this short again, but um, real quick, if somebody is to order uh, the Tiger Light and get it personalized, can they still get it by Christmas? And how late can they do that, that by um, at tiger.freetalklive.com? Yes, they, they still can get it uh, by Christmas. We, we get the order in and we're shipping them out, uh, you know, in a couple of days. So... Um, they, they do have to ship by ground, so you can't, you know, overnight it. 
that kind of thing. They go with UPS ground because of the pepper spray. Uh, but we're turning those around very quickly and uh, uh, getting them shipped out. All right. So respond quickly. Uh, it's tiger.freetalklive.com. I've got one. It's great. Michael, thank you. Thank you, Mark.